excuse that they'll ever need to finally pull off what they've been trying to pull off for decades slowly working towards meticulously a little bit at a time didn't happen overnight they tiptoed they crawled then they walked and jogged and now we're in a full-on sprint towards the end of well the old normal anyway that's gone um, you know, unless uh, barring a massive turnaround, which is not impossible, but uh, it's going to take some doing. And um, we're going to be the half the ones to do it because there's nobody else. There's no help coming for most of the world. Fortunately, for those of us here in Canada, we have one last. This is it. This is for all the marbles. And not just the election. This current dimension we occupy. Um... There's definitely a struggle, uh, tilt of war, uh, tilt of, uh, tug of war going back and forth, and it's totally going one way right now. And if they win, if they get it, it's over for all of us, for, our, for us, our children, and will they even have children of their own? What kind of life is that going to be in a world where the government decides what goes in your body all the time, and it tracks you everywhere you go? It can turn off your bank account if you're not a good citizen because we've got a social credit score. It can bar you from flying, from traveling, from leaving your two to five designated kilometer bubble for safety because it's all about safety. Since 9-11, it's always been about safety. Have we gotten any safer? Who feels safe? Raise, raise your hand. I'm pretty tired of getting calls from uh, people in my life that I care about that are very upset, afraid justifiably 
concerned and, and worried about what's happening, what's the future's going to look like, and how do they protect their children? These are big questions. You know, I, I miss the days of, uh, you know, I spoke to one of them and she said, I would love to go back to worrying about my weight and how I can lose 10 pounds. That used to be my biggest problem. Now it's how do I protect my children from the state, the global state, which has no opposition uh, basically anywhere, except in Canada so far, we're the only, the only one. There is no other position in the United States politically. There is nothing in the United States. We're we're lucky that we have this. We have this election on Monday. There's only one political party saying anything resembling common sense, not just resembling common sense, all the things we understand and agree on, uh, they're saying all of them. The People's Party of Canada, go read the platform. Go listen to the man speak. Go listen to any of them talk. They They get it, man. I knew some of these guys before the party even existed. I thought about running myself. That's who most of these guys are. They're just regular people that were like, I've got to do something. I've got to get off the couch. This, this, can't, this can't go on. And they're seeing a lot of support, it appears, in many, many places to a degree that doesn't make sense with what TV is saying. But that wouldn't be the first time that TV has lied to you about uh, you know, what people are thinking and feeling in the world. Is it? Hillary Clinton has a 99% chance to win... Uh, You know, there's only a couple of ways to to get these maniacs out of power, and they are maniacs. I say that without any hint of exaggeration in my voice. They are psychopaths that think it's totally okay to force you to take medications and drugs that you don't want. They think that's totally fine. They'll do it under threat of unemployment. They'll put you on the bread line. They'll bar you from many parts of our of our society and civilization that we all equally helped contribute to building a lot of people have died defending they're taking that away from you and they say you can earn it back by taking their products oh not once or twice or three times annually every 6 to 8 months you're going to have to get one that's the new normal the new normal is you're a slave to a needle in exchange for a QR code that's going to control your life. That is going to be centrally controlled by the state. That cannot be allowed to happen. That is absolutely insane. That level of power cannot be given to the people in charge of this place. Because again, they're psychopaths. What will they do with that? And what will it be next? These fools, these people that don't think it's a big deal. Do you think, what do you think comes next? You think it's over? We just do a couple of injections and then it's all done, all done, all over. No. This is for a virus with a 99% survival rate. What happens if there's another one? With a 98% survival rate, you're going to get all those ones too? Maybe maybe we'll need full-blown Australian-like lockdown, uh, communist-style authoritarianism because to stop the spread and so on. The only reason they haven't gone that far here in Canada, I'm convinced, is because soccer moms out here in their minivans uh, own uh, semi-automatic rifles. But they're still getting pretty brave about it. They're threatening citizens uh, on TV, all the premiers, breaking their promises to their citizens because they don't care about you. They care about themselves and their jobs. And if they cared at all about the country, even if they didn't have the guts to stand up and get in the way, they would at the very minimum resign and refuse to be a part of it. 
But they didn't do that because they are fucking cowards. And they don't deserve any of your time. If they spoke to you in the street, you say, shut your mouth. You don't get to talk anymore. You had ample time to show me who you were and what you could do and what kind of person you are. And I've seen enough. You failed. We're done. It's over for you. I have no sympathy whatsoever for any of these people in these, any of these elected positions at all. None of the premiers, none of the top doctors, none of them. They've chosen perceived safety over everyone else's freedom and their rights. I thought we knew as a people that was wrong. It's because it's their people that want to implement this. It's okay. It's because it's coming from left-wing communist lunatics. If this was a right-wing government trying to implement this, these people would be losing their minds. How, how do you think they would have reacted if, if Trump decided to do all these things? We're going to put you in camps. We have to segregate these people. They're dangerous because of China. Listen, there's going to be, there's going to be the good people and the bad people, the upper class people and the lower class people. You think they would have been cool with that? No, it's, it's fine when their people do it. Senior Bean says, learn to skate, start playing hockey. Now I'm not allowed unless I get penetrated. What the fuck? Guess that money's going to be the innocent gun fund. I'd, I'd put it in the ammunition fund. Thank you, man. See, Pickley from Ontario says, uh, fuck you, make me. OPEC oil is on hold as the middle of the East has been hit by a storm. Luckily, we have an ethical alternative. At least we did. Drop dead, Justin. Cheers, Rach. Thank you, man. Pumpkin says, we all need to be making arrangements and sacred oaths to help liberate our loved ones in different cities. You care for mine. I'll do hers. She'll do yours. We're all, we're all we have. This is paramount. I made some arrangements today for people to that I that I trust that I fought wars with to hey if I can't get back in time or I whatever something happens please you know look after my children that's how serious this has become these aren't right these aren't tin foil these are just regular people moms and dads and pe- they're like what if this what if I don't want to get the vaccines and I don't what if they say oh, now I'm an unfit parent and the ch- children need to be taken away to, to be, you know to be safe from these these delusional, crazy, anti-vax people. They're in an election cycle right now, so they're playing nice. This gets much worse from here. Moshpit70 says, because bigot, you're worth admission. Thank you, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. Daft Beta, Mike is a little low, is it? I don't know. It shouldn't be. So the same as it's always been. Maybe your hearing is getting worse. Bigot says, first installment for the car. <laughs> well, okay. That's 1% of the way there. <laughs> Snezhana. Oh, first time here. Right. I've never seen you before. Saskatchewan's Emergency Act can seize your property and assets just like they did in Russia. Do you know of any other provinces with that BS? I couldn't find it. I think it's in every province's Emergency Act, yes. And it's been this way since last year. All they did was extend what was already in place. And you have to wonder, why would they put something like that in there unless they intended on using it at some point? They don't act, they don't ever accidentally, oh, did I accidentally pass legislation or a law that says I can imprison people without trial? Whoops. No, I'm sorry. I, I'm, oh, geez. That was supposed to be a, uh, you know, a subsidy for toilet paper. I don't know how that got mixed up with, uh, 
putting people in camps. So, hmm. Sergeant Bear says, sir, if I, if last one, I'm going to need an eight-digit grid. <laughs> I hope not. I mean, I'll still be on the internet for a little while, but I mean, things may, other activities may need to start taking place. We'll see what happens here next week, but um, I'll get into that a little more later. Pumpkin again says, you're worried about your weight. Uh, it wasn't me. It was a woman I was talking to. If I were you, would be more worried about my height. <laughs> I can get some lifts. Stacks, hey man, how are you? He says, I'd like to know what your thoughts are on the messages being put out by police services asking people to rat out their neighbors if they think they've been radicalized or people that are overprepared and such. Also, that could become violent. What the fuck? They're they're trying to get a, a build a database of who the problem is because, again, they're building towards they know there's going to be a confrontation. They know it's inevitable and they're doing all of the reconnaissance and intelligence gathering and map plotting and uh, surveillance and everything that you do before you fight. Our people around are yelling at empty buildings and saying, buy my book, buy my t-shirts. And the state is actively preparing to destroy most of us. It's not a coincidence that these are the, that they know it damn well who it is that is not going to be cool with what's happening. They know what the rhetoric is. They know what these things, these things that people are into. Preppers are an, are an issue apparently. Because they don't want someone that, that may not want to rely on the state. Why wouldn't they want to rely on the state? Because they don't like the state. Well, that's not acceptable. Cronin says, a uh, little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. <laughs> Willy Wonka. I do enjoy a little silliness once in a while. Evidence violates... I don't think I'm a... I'm, I'm mostly an idiot, though. Evidence violates TOS is confirmed fresh out of fucks to give, doubly confirmed in spirit to fight, locked and loaded with life force and perhaps other goodies reporting... For Dagalonian duty. Good ginger generals. <laughs> Salute to you as well, sir. Daft Beta says, Tucker got it on the nose. If we accept being forced to have Fauci juice injected for the public good, what's to stop him from pumping you full of Thorazine? Because of your bigoted political wrong thing. Literally nothing. Nothing stopping them at all. This needs to be opposed immediately. We're, we're, we're out of time. Preston John says, wife and I are thinking of relocating after she gets fired from her nursing job here in Ontario. Any recommendations? Thanks for keeping the fire burning. Cheers, brother. I think, I mean, I've had this question asked a few times. It depends on where you are and what kind of support you have. What's going on here? All right, no wonder this thing is, there we go. There we go. It was all, all fucky. No wonder it was, it was off. It would be better, you, you'd be better, you'd be better off in Toronto or Vancouver with like a solid network of a dozen or 15 or 20 people that you trust and can rely on and count on than being in the middle of Alberta where you don't know anybody and you're completely on your own. I would much rather, you know, the previous, because that's, that's what you need. You need, you need, uh, you need a team. You need people. Um, none of us are going to survive this on our own. That's your number one. That should be your number one priority. And I've been saying it literally for months, find your friends. It's imperative. It's important. That doesn't mean, you know, get drunk in the basement and uh, shit post on 4chan. It means literally go out and find people right now. You're basically out of time. After this election's over, <laughs> we'll see what happens. There's some there's some worrying things going on with this. But if, there, if, it, if it provides a frightening result, like the one that they had in the United States where, I mean, hey, they're already telling people that, hey, it might take five days to count all the mail-in ballots. So don't be alarmed. I covered that in the last couple of streams. Don't be worried. You know, the election's on Monday, but it, it might take, you know, it might take five days. Excuse me? 
Yeah, we got a lot of mail-in ballots to count, so. On average, in a Canadian federal election, sometimes it's between usually 16 to 19 million people vote-ish. And every single one ever has been decided by about 11 p.m. midnight uh, Eastern time. It's done. But this one, well, there's 100,000 mail-in votes. Fuck it, 500,000 mail-in votes. Oh, it's going to take five days. It's going to take five days to count those extra hundred, couple hundred thousand, 50,000. But the other 17 million, we know we got that covered in six, seven hours. If they pull that shit, if it's Monday night and they're like, yeah, it's going to be at least a few more days because the fucking, the bullshit machine is online. They're going for it. That's five days that they need to, to pull some shenanigans. You're not going to convince me otherwise. There is absolutely no reason for this at all that that should take that long. There's none. Unless something fucked up is going on. Jason73 says, most elections are decided before we get off work to go vote in BC. Yeah, right? By, and, you know, I'm talking like East, like in Halifax, right? The last one, it was like 11 o'clock at night. It was over, right? We knew the results. But this one's going to take five days. That extra hundred thousand, oh, just it's 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 a joke. So if that happens on Monday, that's why I, by Tuesday morning we're gonna know. We're gonna have a, a better picture of the ground, what that looks like, you know, metaphorically, in the military sense, what the ground looks like, what what the uh, what the field looks like, where we stand, where everything is, what the terrain looks like. We'll know that by Tuesday. We'll have a good, we'll have a much better idea. And then we'll have to decide and think about, uh, you know, what, what the options are then. Joseph calls says working nights still stay strong. Bigots rally in Lloyd Minster today at 1 PM. Hail Dagalon. Did you go to that? It's now 6 30 PM. Almost Deanna. Always look forward to these streams and we all love you. Talk with my brother today for three hours. Nice. First time we spoke since January, 2019. There was no spat. Just don't talk often enough. Emotional day. Everybody's having a hard time. And it's not your fault. That's been done to you. We are being abused. You're being psychologically tortured by the government, by the state, the global state, but the government, ours, you know, that's just the team they're on. And it's hurting people. It's hurting my children. It's hurting your children. Our loved ones, people are crying, they're pulling their hair out, they're, they're committing suicide. And they have, they, you know, there's no sympathy for that. They don't care. Just join the cult. Join the cult and everything will be fine. No, no good people in history have ever need to coerce people under threats of intimidation, manipulation, coercion to achieve something good. You don't need to do that to get people to do something good. There's a very good reason why a large chunk of the population is very resistant to this because it's very blatantly evil on its face. Willie Pete Barbecue says, Tutu Cheeseburger, Sack and Soul Division reporting. Here's some dollar news for some 556 Pro Pantry. Tutu Cheeseburger, who are you? Or maybe you just remember the story. You one of us? You one of that? <laughs> the fable Tutu Cheeseburger. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Johnson Triple Six says Calgary Worldwide Rally 
1 p.m. Central Memorial Park. It can't hurt to go. Join some people against Vax Passports. Support black market. Anything underground economy has always been there. Have some goods hidden at all times. Just saying. Kieran Kanzner says, fun fact, Chris Chicklet Sky always skips leg day. However, Jason Budabelli Kenny never skips wing night. Try the suicide wings, fatso! I'll have some some words for him in a little while. Snezhana again says, I'm a scrutineer and the mail-in ballots should be counted with advance polls in my area in southern southeastern Ontario. So that's BS. Seems mail-in ballots out of the country are counted in Ottawa. Interesting. Short and long with a double. Says we're all having a shitty time. Let's have a shit banquet. <laughs> yeah. Are you the real short and long? I was told your account was hacked, but I assume that's that's social media and not not the entropy. Not the entropy one. Hi, YouTube. How are you guys doing over there? There should be a East Coast Canadian says there should be a camera on the ballot delivery truck at all times. There's a reason people don't trust a lot of this stuff. It's innate. It's it's instinct. You don't need proof right away, but if the the woman or the man is cheating on the wife or the husband, it starts with a feeling, doesn't it? If you're the victim. Oftentimes, you go, something isn't right. Something doesn't seem right about this. Something is going on. I can't put my finger on it. I don't know exactly what it is, but I feel suspicious and... You know? And that's how a lot of people feel about the the state and the government. I don't know what's going on exactly, but I don't feel like things are on the level anymore. Spoiler, they're not. We have a lot of shit to talk about. (laughs) And by we, I mean me yelling at you in your truck or wherever, wherever you are. This one is this one is it. This is it. There's only so many ways to remove or replace or fix a problem when you have the system like the one we have. The easiest way is to simply put in the work and the effort and get somebody in office that represents you, that represents your interests. And the problem is somebody so many people have been so apathetic for so long. And I used to say it's no that's pointless. There's no one in there. Re- we do finally actually have a party that represents you. Finally. We ne- we, this is brand new. As of the last time, I'm a, I was a founding, uh, founding signatory member or whatever the fuck I was. I can't remember now. You have to try. And I don't have any time for people that just sit on the couch and complain about how everything's rigged and pointless and they do nothing themselves. If it was rigged and pointless, why would they spend billions of dollars on messaging, on advertisements, on dumping uh, resources and time and money and campaigning into all these writings and all these people and spending equally as much money as keeping certain people off of TV, off of advertisements, can't get changing laws to make sure they can't even go to the debates and so on and spending money on social media influencers, making sure you make the right decision. If they could just flip a button and then flip all the votes, none of that would be, there would be no point to any of that. That's a very expensive charade from people that really like their money. See, because they're doing the work. They're going out there and trying hard. This this commie machine, 
Politics is dirty, and they're real good at it. And we haven't even tried. And this is the first time people are trying. And some people out there are telling you, don't even try. Stay home. Rip up your ballot. Do nothing. Just hand it over to them. Just let the enemy win because reasons. Because that makes sense. You have to try. They wouldn't try as hard as they did if it was pointless. They wouldn't go through all these smears and all this. It's ridiculous. Why? To entertain you? Do you know rich people? <laughs> Do you think they're really concerned with how, you know, mom and pop and, you know, Johnny on the street thinks about X, Y? They don't give a shit. They only care that their people get in where they're supposed to be so they can keep making their money and keep robbing and stealing and getting away with everything they've been getting away with. And then when somebody comes along that might threaten that, well, they spend lots of money to make sure that guy doesn't go anywhere too. And that's the situation we're in. So you got to wonder about people that say, don't even, don't vote, don't try, don't do anything. Don't bother. Don't bother. Especially this time, especially in this election where you do actually have an option. There are actually, I know a lot of these people. Some of them were my friends before the party even existed. They're regular people that understand exactly what's going on and they're doing everything they can to help you. So don't listen to these people that sit on the couch and go, what have they ever done? They've decided to be a grown-up and go, well, if anything's going to happen, I will fix. I will fucking try. I will try. Those people have my respect. At least they'll try. And that's our last choice. That's our last hope. If that doesn't work and they pull a fast one and there's some shenanigans, you know, then uh, other things are going to have to be discussed. But I'll tell you this right now, the LibCon establishment, you want to vote the liberals, you want to vote the conservatives, you're getting the same thing. Absolutely the same thing. You think you're getting your guns back with Aaron O'Toole? Wrong. Nope. He's already said he's keeping the gun ban in place. But that's the old assault weapons ban. No, uh, 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 no sir. That's the, the Justin Trudeau's order in council. 1,500 plus rifles uh, prohibit. Yes. He said it, the words. I will play it for you later. They're pro-climate tax. They're pro-mass migration. They're pro-diversity and more tranny uh, story time for your kids. All of it. They're exactly the same. And uh, no one in the party has the balls. To, very few of them. Some of them have tried to confront this and were kicked out instead. So there's that. <laughs> but most importantly, they're both pro-segregating society. They're both for creating a upper and a lower class of people. The obedient rule followers who will be rewarded with gold stickers and candy bars and a pat on the head from teacher. And the ones that don't do what they're told will be punished. You'll lose your job. I had two different people call me today. They say they have until Monday and next Friday, respectively, to get the jab or they're fucking fired. What are they supposed to do? This isn't one or two people. This is millions of people this affects. And the conservative party is fine with this. If you allow that, if you're okay with that, you're not a conservative, you're not a Canadian. You're not even a man. 
I don't know what you are, but you and I are not the same. But it doesn't help to dwell in the past. What's done is done. All we can do is try and learn from it, and we'll try and learn a little bit from that later and work on looking forward to tomorrow and what we can do about that. So as the old saying goes, uh, Phil Anselmo and friends had a tune about that. Thanks for being here, guys. 170. I can't believe I made it this far. Will we make it to, will there be more? I don't know. We, we will see. I hope this isn't my last one, but you never know. Don't take anything for granted. Yesterday, uh, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it's yesterday. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Short and long, the rumors for my hacking are grossly overrated. Just my shitty memory. Pick me from Ontario says in any given situation there are always three things you can do. The right thing, the wrong thing, and nothing. Liquid Zoo says give them nothing. Love that. Thank you. Bendrith says hand over nothing to them. Fight the fuckery champions. Love that. Cheers. Mark 306. Chucks are nice, aren't they? Yes, they are, sir. Pro fucking pad. What's over is over, and nothing between Yesterday to be shit Because tomorrow's a day You have to be No rewinding time Yesterday to be shit Yesterday to be shit Adapt or die That's nature's slogan Adapt or die. The conservatives are not conservatives anymore. Figure it out. All right, Phil, that's enough. Not you, Phil, the other Phil. Phil and Silmo. East Coast Canadians in the chat there somewhere. What's he saying? There's a communist driving the bus, and the kids are saying, are we there yet? <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, my goodness. Scott, uh, uh, Rumble, how are you guys doing? A bundle of sticks, uh, Tinkerbell. Hey, guys, how are you? I'll give you a fucking some salutes over there at Rumble. If you don't know, um, the replays and everything, and they're live right now, actually, on Rumble. It's a nice alternative to YouTube because I'm just... I can't believe they haven't... They unbanned my other channel, weirdly enough. That doesn't normally happen. <laughs> but it's there, and the replays are there for your replaying leisure. It's got a nice uh, mobile app that seems to work for pretty well, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. GGR says, I was angry for months, but now I'm really concerned and depressed. Anger has to come back to push through this shit show. It's a, it's a difficult thing to manage. You know, I've struggled with that my whole life, pretty much. Plus my head injuries. Plus my, you know, anxiety disorders from, you know, the military and whatnot. But I, I will tell you this, if you if you succumb to the depression, it, it doesn't do you any good. It does nothing for you. And you have to find the... You got to have something to hang on to, to that keeps you going. Whatever it is. Some kind of goal, some kind of mission, some kind of... Something you love, maybe. It's got to be something, it's got to be something. 
I find it helps me to get out and exercise a lot of the time. Run, do some push, uh, anything. Throw some wood, or chop some wood, throw some shit around. Whatever you got to do. But like I keep saying, if you believe that you can't win, you're, you're, you, you're right. You, you can't. Whether you believe you can or believe you can't, you're right. It's just how it is. It's how it's always going to be. When, uh, you know, people have, people, have come, people have conquered some pretty big odds in history before. And they didn't do it because they thought they were going to lose and thought, ah, screw it, I'll try anyway. They went in there with their eyes wide open with, you know, steel in their brain saying, uh, nope, fuck you, make me. There's no way. We're taking this. We're taking this down. We're, we're, this is going to happen. You know, they believe it with like a, a religious commitment to their to what it is they're trying to accomplish. And that's why you need friends. You need people to lean on. You can't do this by yourself. It's very, very difficult. It's impossible. And it is exhausting. It will take a lot out of you. So, first of all, what do we want to get out of the way? Some of the American stuff I have and uh, more Canadian election nonsense. I'm going to rip into Aaron Boston Cream O'Toole a little bit. His full colors are out there. If you're paying, the only excuse, and it's not even an excuse, it's extremely fucking irresponsible to be a voter and not know what you're talking about. That is so, you shouldn't even just be able to vote because you exist. That's dumb. I'm, I'm, I'm here, so I get to vote. I'm 18. That's the stupidest reason. There should be some kind of qualification. Amount of taxes paid and age. You should, you should be at least 25 years old. Sorry for all the people under that age, but any man over the age of 30 was probably going to be like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> you know? Or, or something. Some kind of, you know, provide exemptions for people that are fucking have crazy enough to be in the military or firemen or something. Serve the country. You got to have something in the game. You've got to submit something to the, to the common good, the national good, to then go, okay, you've earned the right to have a say. But just existing doesn't give you the right to, it, it's it's a stupid system. Anyway, if you don't know what you're talking about, there's no, you know, that's extremely irresponsible. And there is so much evidence that Aaron O'Toole and the Conservative Party are, are complete garbage. You need to look, you can't just, I vote conservative because that's what I do. That's ridiculous. You're being reckless and insane. So we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, regarding the the COVID Trojan horse, because that's what it is, this was always the excuse to get that QR code. Maybe some pharmaceutical company, well, not maybe. They are making trillions of dollars. Trillions of dollars. One of the Moderna or Pfizer reps are on record saying, we've created a very durable revenue stream. Oh, we're going to make so much money. They're going to get booster shots every six months forever. Ira, what are you seeing this? We're going to be so rich now. Yeah. But that's just the means to an end. They've got the QR code, which is going to be tied to everything. Everything. The government's going to control your movements. It's going to know what you buy, where you go, who you talk to, what you're talking about. 
the Chinese social credit score system, it's all coming in. All the things that everybody talked about in the 90s and the early 2000s, it's all coming back. And I got some videos from Aaron Russo, who died in 2007 from cancer, liver or something. Can't remember. He was a whistleblower. He was inside the machine. He was friends with Nick Rockefeller, one of the elite families that basically run America. In Canada, we have the Bronfman family. Then there's the DuPont family. There's the Warburg family over in Europe. And the Rothschilds, of course. And a few others. But, you know, as George Carlin said, there's a big club and you're not in it. You see the cover art photo I chose for this? I did it for a reason. This is probably the most accurate representation of the way the world really works that you could find. It's a bunch of old, rich, monstrous, inhuman cocksuckers that play the world like a game for their own amusement on all of your backs. And they've been very open about what they want to do for a long time. For a while, that's what that's what people were scared of the uh, the vaccines. Like, there's a microchip in it. They're gonna microchip everybody. No, no, I don't believe that. That was a plan for a while, though the RFID chip, because maybe we could do that. We gotta mind. We gotta find a way to mark everyone in such a way that we can tie it to a control system that we control, obviously. And once we have that, it's over. They control your money supply. They can turn that on, turn that off whenever they want. Right now, and look, that's ridiculous. It's a conspiracy theory, is it? If you don't conform to this machine, this system, you don't get to work. You'll lose your job. It's not going to stop with, a, it's only a couple. That, that, that weak, beta, cuck, little bitch attitude is why we are where we are right now. If, you got, if these people that, that thought this had the balls and the guts to back then go two weeks to flatten the curve, what the fuck are you talking about? It's just, it's just, it's just. Oh, it's just, it's just. That's the sound an ostrich makes as it plunges its head into the dirt. It's just! It's just! Oh, it's just! XYZ fill in the blank. Whatever the excuse is. That translates into, I don't have to do anything about it because here's the made-up fantasy reasons. Like people are voting for Aaron O'Toole still. Oh, he's just saying that so the, to get the libs... To own the libs. He's not really going to do these things. He's just saying that. Oh, isn't he? So let's let's pretend that that's real. So that means you, you are, you're not a principled voter. You're a scumbag that supports someone that lies and manipulates and schemes. I'm a schemer. You're a schemer. I know. I'm going to tell them I'm going to do this, but I'm really going to do that. Just to trick them, just to get in there so I can trick. That's not a man. That's not a leader. That's a schemer. That's a manipulator. That's a scumbag. Try again. Come back with a better read. Try again. These legacy conservative voters, these boomers, these fool, you guys are fucking us all over. And by the time you figure it out, it's going to be too late. And you're going to, and then you're going to go, it's, it's just a camp. It's just a neighborhood watch. It's just a re-education center. That's all. We'll come back to that. And then we've got uh, more on, yeah, obviously the be the blatant betrayal of, of Jason Kenney and Scott Moe. 
To no one's surprise, you hold out a little bit of hope that maybe they're not massive pieces of garbage, but they are, and they deserve no quarter, no sympathy, none, zero. If they didn't want that, they should have resigned. They could have resigned. They chose this. I didn't have a choice. Yeah, what are you making, $200,000 a year? I don't care. What do we go to? You know what? Yeah. We'll do this. Here's why. And I don't believe these numbers. I don't believe them. Well, 80% of the, uh, the population's vaccinated. Are they? Are they really? Even a lot of people that did just cave to the messaging and, you know. A lot of them weren't in a lot of the, the people doing it now, you should be more afraid of than the people that did it real early because the people that succumbed to this real early did it because they literally believed that this was in their best interest. They believe the TV, they believe the dop doctors, the science and all of this kind of stuff. They're basically like children. They're innocent. They're like, oh. you know, you have an eight year old who, who's, whose father teaches them to like, you know, do something awful. It's like, you just want to please your dad. You're, you'll do whatever they, right? But the ones now that are caving because, well, I just gave into the pressure. It's like, oh, so you're just a weak punk. You're a liability. You need to get away from me. The people that did it early, and you know what they're saying now? Uh, I don't, I don't consent to this. I don't want to segregate society. Weren't we all about equality? Equal rights? For men and women of all colors, creeds, and hat sizes. Wasn't that the plan? And now you want to officially make it government policy to have people over here and people over there. Do you know where that goes? It goes to blood in the streets. Always. Guaranteed. Sure as shit, if I throw that empty beer bottle off the roof, it is going to shatter on the ground. It is that certain. And there's a lot of people that are on board with this. A poll says overall, almost half of Americans, half, disapprove of Biden vaccine mandates. And it says, but half are fully on board with it. Civil war is inevitable. It can't be avoided. This is, this is a huge, this isn't where we're going to have the Super Bowl. Louisiana or Michigan? This is... Is it, should we just forcibly, you know, make people get injections and submit to passports and QR codes and government tracking and control and all of that or not? Yeah, that is a, that is a hill right there. That's fucking make me. I'll fight a war on that one. 100%. And they apparently believe the same on the other side. So how do you build a bridge over that gap? You can't. This is what happens. Sometimes there's a, a disagreement so severe, there is only one way to settle it. This town ain't big enough for the both of us. Uh, I don't know how to say this. A Quinnipiac poll has found that almost half of Americans believe that Joe Biden's vaccine mandates go too far and that a slight majority are in opposition to it. This isn't, <laughs> isn't going to just go over. Speaking of the vaccines... I thought this was a joke. I literally saw this and I thought this was a meme. This was a joke because, and now I think this, this is like when Blackwater 
uh, rebranded itself to XE, which rebranded itself to Academy, which rebranded itself to whatever, because it kept committing crimes. So for legal reasons, it kept changing the, you know, the name of the company. Could that be a reason? Health Canada authorizes new names for the penetrations. So Pfizer is now called Comernity. Somebody want to look these up? Especially that one. And see, like, no, then these names are not, they're real weird about names and labeling. Sometimes there's little hidden meanings and stuff. Moderna is now called Spikevax. And AstraZeneca, that's one of them. AstraZeneca has a very sinister sounding name if you look into that. Vaxzevria. So we've got different, like, what? Uh, Health Canada has authorized brand name changes. Brand name, it's a product. And you are their customer. The Pfizer Biotech vaccine will now be named Comirnaty. Comirnaty. <laughs> oh, commie, commie, who cares? The Moderna vaccine will be named Spikevax. AstraZeneca vaccine will be named Vaxevria, Health Canada said in a tweet Thursday. How official a tweet. These are only name changes. There are no changes to the vaccines themselves. Oh, good. Like a, like a dead virus vaccine, for example, which would be much more understandable and, and, and insane. Pfizer and Moderna say this change also marks the full approval of their vaccine. Full approval. Full approval. I'm just going to do something. Control F. Safe. Safe appears three times in this article. How many times does effective appear? Oh, none this time. Usually safe and effective is repeated ad nauseum so that you get the idea that it's safe and effective. Safe and effective. Safe and effective. Safe and effective. Uh, That I'm going to save for later. And more to the, you know, to our friends down there in the States. People are, people are um, getting angry. Like I said, when we first started, you can cut it with a knife. You can feel it in the air. Almost like a, and this is just my personal belief. You can think it's crazy or not. It's up to you. I don't really care. (laughs) I believe that there does exist on some level, to some extent, how strong it is or not, I don't know. No one's really studying this. But I do believe in something like a collective consciousness, that all, all humans, all people, perhaps life on Earth itself, is all connected in some way, in a web, in a matrix of some kind. And then if something really terrible happens in one, like throwing a rock in a pond, the ripple effect, you can feel it in some extent somewhere else. And like rats fleeing a ship, birds and animals fleeing the area before, you know, extreme violence occurs. These are things that happen in nature. Somehow. Animals have a, have a weird sixth sense about these things. And everywhere you look, all over the world, people are becoming increasingly nervous, angry, anxious, and have the feeling that things are about to, I mean, record gun sales, record storable food sales. People are buying bunkers and digging bunkers, trying to move to Nicaragua, buying trailers and RVs, and where do I go? Why do you think that is? Do you think that's just because? Instinctively, as an animal, as a species, people are are tuned into something. Not everyone, but some of us, and you can just feel it. 
Things are not going well. They appear to be going worse. Perhaps we should leave the area. Or prepare for winter is coming. Biden's approval ratings have uh, plummeted to pretty goddamn low. Everybody's angry. Massive inflation. And now the, uh, you can't even tell. You're not allowed to tell anybody. Here's one example. There's so many things to talk about that are insane. I, I'm, I'm trying to stick to the main one, which is you can't, if you don't have your freedom, you got nothing. It's over. That's the only thing that matters right now. That needs to be protected at all costs, up to and including our lives for the sake of our children. I am not saying that in any kind of exaggeration. That's as far as I'm willing to go. That's as far as anyone can go. I will do that. But there, there's a war on truth. You're not allowed to tell the truth. Here's an example. The media, or a media outlet files a lawsuit to challenge the FAA ban on drone footage at the Texas border. This is the Texas border. Someone uh, flew a drone down there to get a look at just how many people are piling into the United States on Biden's watch. 10,000 plus. This is just Haiti. A Haitian migrant army. Haitian migrant army, rather. Amassing under the Del Rio International Bridge by banning drones from flying over the area. No looky. No one look at this. Does that concern you? Imagine, where do you live? Do you live in, uh, maybe you live in Moncton. If this was down the road from Moncton and these people were coming to your town, would you be concerned about that? Hashtag refugees welcome. This is not how immigration works. Immigration works through uh, legal channels. You submit an application. The host country reviews it. And it decides whether you would be a good addition to the country or not. Oh, it says here you're a rapist. Yeah, no, sorry. Oh, you're a geneticist. Yeah, cool. We could use some of those. Come on in. And so on. You don't just show the fuck up and rush in in 10,000 people and then disperse into the countryside to... That's been going on in Europe for a long time. We've been with the, It's been blunted here in North America because it takes... It's very, it's much more difficult to get here. But the NGOs and the commies and the Soros organizations and stuff, they've been working really hard to make sure that uh, we, we do get that as much as possible. Lawsuit filed by the Free Speech Systems argues that the federal government's shutdown of drone coverage serves no other purpose than to hamper the efforts of the press in covering the unfolding crisis in violation of free speech systems. Yep. Uh, Biden and the White House regime, which are not legitimate, in my opinion, this is just an I'm not the news. I'm just a guy. You can take it or leave it. That that collection of people down there in the White House, they're traitors. Uh, they stole that place. And they're, you know, totally against you. Millie claims China. He, he admits it, guys. This isn't right-wing conspiracy, stormfront fucking. General Milley claims China tip-off call was perfectly within the Zooties. Yet Pelosi urged him, begged him to take action against Trump. Nancy Pelosi's in on this too. So now we've got two branches of government. We've got the military and Congress acting against a sitting president. And don't pay attention to the border. Don't pay attention. Apparently there's going to be a big demonstration here coming up soon at the Capitol building. And they're calling it, uh, what are they calling it? Uh, the Fed protest or something. Like it's a, it's a trap. Everybody's like, don't go. Because the last one, everybody went to, a million people strong, or 500,000 to a million, we don't know. 
600 people are still in prison, and they're going to be in prison for probably forever. They're political prisoners. Yelling at buildings doesn't do anything, guys. And I'm not saying that to discourage people that want to do something. I'm saying what you're doing is ineffective. People have been trying to do it since the days of the Vietnam War. Mass protests only matter, only make a difference if the people running your country actually care what you think. Because then they would go, holy shit, I'm really concerned about doing the right thing and doing right by my people and, and you know, and do, you know, representing their will and so on. And I would see a million people show up going, what the fuck are you doing, Joey? I'll go, oh shit, oh, may- okay, well, yeah, maybe this was a terrible idea. We're going to have to rethink this. No, they just shut the blinds. They don't care. They've never cared. It's not going to matter. That's not to deter you. What that is to do is you need to understand that and then know that something else needs to happen because they're not honest people. They don't care what you think. They're never going to care. And standing around and holding signs is wasting your time. I mean, we've been people have been protesting the government now for 20 years, literally 20 years. It's the 20th anniversary of 9-11 last week. I remember when it happened. I was there. I was a kid. I was 15, 16. A million people protested the invasion of Iraq in Washington, D.C. A million more in Trafalgar Square in the United Kingdom. You know what happened? We invaded Iraq anyway. Why did we invade Iraq? No one knows. No one cares. But millions of people died for literally no reason. Not no reason. Raytheon, Halliburton, and all these big corporations. Today, we've got other big corporations. Moderna, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, etc. Making trillions of dollars. Back then, they made tri- Same thing. These are the people that run the world. The big banks, the big money, the big, big money guys. That's who's in charge. Your president's not in charge. The prime minister's not in charge. They're beholden to this. You need to. We need to get our people in there to say, suck our dicks. We're not doing any of your shit anymore. So unless you're going to come in here and fight the whole country, which they may try and do, and they've done in the past, we're not doing it. And before I get to Boss Cream O'Toole, I'm going to read a couple more of these. Camus Key says, Dan Andrews just told the construction industry that everyone had a week to get a COVID shot or they're out of a job. Where are they going to find all the replacement tradesmen? Be fucking tyrant. Exactly. Make them fire you. And then contact the jccf.ca. They're probably swamped. And they're going to be swamped. But it's your only legal recourse for now. The option is kneel and take the drugs. It's not an option. I wish I had the money and the means to support everyone so they didn't have to go through this. I'm not going to be like chicklets and say, what's so hard about just saying no? Why are you calling me going, ah, I'm going to lose my job. What do I do? That's what he did. Berated his own people. Not everyone has a has a multimillionaire family that can bail them out of every fucking stupid, coked out situation they get themselves into. Because in real life, real people that have real jobs, they've got a lot to lose. And they've got kids to feed and so on. And they're understandably very, very concerned. I wish I had the ability to, you know, that I I would do it. Unfortunately, I'm not a billionaire. (laughs) That's how you got to wonder about billionaires. How many billionaires are there? And none of them are coming out to help any of us, are they? And listen, I'm not a communist, but on the other, at the same time, any minute now, guys, you have a soul or not? 
GGR says Biden is cutting off life-saving medicine to Republican states. War is coming. I believe so in the United States. Absolutely. It's inevitable. If you're in America, you need to arm up as much as you can. Find people that you trust. Get involved in your, you know, your local militia. So, and be very vigilant for state infiltration. They are going to be fucking everywhere. They're everywhere here. They think we don't notice them, but, you know, um, and it's interesting too, because the police and, and, you know, security state here in Canada is kind of divided on this. Some of them really hate what we're doing. The other ones are very sympathetic, you know? So again, you got to wonder how secure are you where you think you are there? Mr. Mr. Cop security CSIS fucking monitor guy. Who do you work for? Who works under you? Who are your partners? Are, are they on the same page as you? Are you sure? Are you really sure? You guys have leaks too. Yes, you do. Jacob Powell says, I think it's crucial to work out during this time. Plates, barbell curl, curl, dumbbells, bench press with a declining incline, declining seat. There's only so much I can hump runs. Fuck the gym membership. I've been waiting for it to open until my balls turn red. Yeah, don't. They're going to take all this stuff away from you anyway. You can you can still be pretty fit. Dude, people come out of prison in like great shape. You can do lots of things with just calisthenics. Get a couple of kettlebells. Do a shitload of, you know, squats, shoulder press stuff. Do some push-ups. Run around. Throw on a plate carrier. Fucking do some, uh, some pull-ups. Whatever. It's not that. You can do lots. You don't need a gym to be in shape. It is nice to have, though. But that's a luxury that we don't get anymore because we're the unvaxxed. Cam is key says, have you ever gone down the Pfizer corporate rabbit hole? There's like seven layers of LLCs that Pfizer, Pfizer had to set up to shield itself from lawsuits. Yeah. The uh, leaked thing that, was it Bulgaria or Albania or somewhere, that all these countries signed basically says that it's up to the state, the governments of, of said countries to protect these pharmaceutical companies from lawsuits. So we get fucked both times. You're going to pay the tax money that is used to, uh, you know, attack you. If you try to sue them, Zodiac says, speaking of anger in the U.S., what do you think the glow op has in store for the Capitol tomorrow? Oh, uh, is it tomorrow? I don't even know, man. I don't there's I would I would not go to this because it's what's it going to accomplish. This is just. I'd be very concerned because I don't think they got what they, exactly what they wanted out of the January 6th incident. They were hoping for worse, and now they're like, well, we'll just do it ourselves. You know, Maybe, I don't know. I, I would stay the hell away from that because it's not what's it going to accomplish anyway. You think Nancy Pelosi is going to look out the office window and go, oh, my God, look at all those people. I guess we'll have to release all of our prisoners. Nope. What are you doing? What? Why? You want to feel like you're doing something? Everybody wants to feel like they're doing something. Feeling like you're doing something and actually doing something is not the same thing. Uh, Senor Bean says, one of the reasons I listen to you is your thought process. How did the voting doesn't matter to PPC or bust happen? Voting doesn't matter is because when there was the LibCon establishment, there was no, there was no options. You're going to vote for the UN. You're going to vote for the UN. Why bother? Like I said, I know a lot of these people. I've talked to a lot of them. I've met a lot more since. I'm convinced because I know them. They're good people and they mean well, and they're trying their best. And this is our last, you, you can't just sit on the couch and do nothing. This is your last, this is your last hope. If this doesn't work, this goes down and you know what comes after this? 
Nothing good. That nobody will. I fucking hope so. I fucking love it. Yeah, would you? Is that what you want? Call of Duty couch kid? You have no fucking idea what you're asking for. If there's a way to resolve this craziness without anybody getting hurt, I'm 100% on board with that. But those options are being <laughs> dwindling by the hour. And, um, you know, they mean to hurt us. They say so on TV. They're inciting violence as much as anyone has ever, ever heard, ever said. They're saying things like, we're running out of patience for you. There's going to be consequences. We're going to punish you. Encouraging the other. These people did what they were told. Why can't you? You're literally dividing people in an us and them environment, which again, uh, you don't need a degree. It always leads to violence. Always, always, always. The only way to stop this is to put sane adults in there. That say, listen, you want to get the drugs? Go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. If you don't want to get it, that's fine too. Because your health is your own responsibility. It's not the government's. It's not society's. It's yours. The end. We'll take precautions to protect the most vulnerable in our society. The very, very old and the very sick. Outside of that, there's no reason for concern. There isn't. That's the science. For fuck's sakes, they took they took uh, medications and drugs off the shelves to create the excuse that oh, you're the only vaccines are the only way because people that make lots of money are they, you know they hate making even more money. They've only made trillions of dollars, four five trillion dollars. The richest people in the world made five trillion dollars last year. But it's about your health and safety. That's why the liquor stores were open while the gyms were closed. That's why you couldn't go to the beach, go to the park, go on a wa- on, on a walking trail. But you could go to McDonald's. McDonald's didn't close. Walmart didn't close. Costco didn't close. Because it's about your health. It's a joke. Lone Star Texan says, love the intensity on freedom. My admission to an important show. Thanks for getting your message out there, sir. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you, Texas. You guys are fucking going to have your hands full here soon, too. Man, what a fucking time. Harris says, I'm absolutely standing with my friends tomorrow at Worldwide Protest. Collective conscious. We need to stand. We've got to put your mind in the, in the headset that, like, no one's coming to save us. It has to. We have to do something. Standing around and be like, yeah, all right, somebody do something now. That That's not, it ain't going to work. Camus Key says, T-minus till workplace COVID firing shooting in the States. Uh, it may already be happening. Who knows if they're going to cover it or not, you know? CRJ says, the just doing my job drones enrage me. My job safety dick fluffer is lucky he's not worth a murder charge. <laughs> Jesus. Dirtbag Welder says, sure is nice on the North Shore. Uh, and that's for sure. North to shore, that's for sure. CRJ, again, safety officer slash dick fluffer. Oh, gotcha. Acadian Cockroach says, Irving thinks its employees' souls are worth $150 to entice him to be a jab rat. $150. How insulting, you know? Ice cream cone? Free ice cream, $150? Unbelievable. Daft Beta says, I'd pay $3 to hear you say in your best Arnie voice, Wir sind der Untergangs. I don't know how to say that one. I'd help stave off the encroaching bad times for a while. It'd help stave off. I don't know. Berta Boy says, how much security do they think they have? Not enough. Harris says, quoting John Fitzgerald Kennedy, and that's, that's, exa- that's, that's where we're at right now. You have to try the former before the latter. The situation is people don't want to do this. They're not, they're, they said no. Consent 
is very important in a free society. You you do not. That's what makes us different from dis, despots and dictators and all this shit. Is that our people? Um, if they don't want to do something, we they don't we don't force them to do it. They don't have to do it. That's what a free society means. You're free to make your own choices. You're free to decide how to live your life as long as you're not. And hey, that's how they're going to frame it. That you are hurting someone. You're first you were killing grandma. Now you're killing you're killing everybody by not playing ball. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. You're free to live your life and consent to or not consent to whatever you want. That's what made us a free country and a free people and everything. And they're taking that away. So what happens to the people that still, what are they going to be? Oh, well, I guess, I guess I have to. It's the law. Those who make peaceful revolution impossible will make violent revolution inevitable. Write that down. And it sucks. It's like that they're acting like we're the ones that want this. Like, I don't know what else I could do. If I go do a rain dance and sacrifice some chickens or something, I would love to. All, all I can do is like just shout over and over and over again to stop this. Uh, but you've got these commies and these scumbags and these traitors over there at the, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, you know, media control groups that the liberals pay in the government and the CBC and the Canadian anti-hate network, who are ironically the most hateful scumbags in the world, in this country anyway, who are not going to escape justice. They think that they're, I wonder, I wonder if they uh, are, are worried or concerned about what's going to happen to them at night. I would be knowing the people that you've harmed. Where is that? But speaking of them, hand in hand, because they're paid by the Liberal government of Canada, but also suffer no, no ill will to the Conservative Party of Canada either. They do attack Max Bernier quite a bit and the People's Party of Canada and myself and my friends. There's another clue. But they don't attack Aaron O'Toole and the Conservative Party. Why? Because they're totally fine with them because they're on the, all on the same team. Between violence and vandalism, the parties are experiencing a very ugly campaign. Gee, I wonder why. You've only abused people for two years and psychologically gaslit them, ruined their lives, caused uh, unprecedented amounts of suicides, overdoses, etc. Everyone's miserable and killing themselves, and it's your fault, and you're surprised? I want to point out something, because they're massive hypocrites, right? This is The Canadian Anti-Hate Network says it's the worst campaign in recent memory for far-right activity. Oh, look at the far right. You see the far right? What about the far left? Does it not exist? That's far right to call this guy a COVID Nazi, Dominic LeBlanc, because they are. Because they are. What about this? I immediately was reminded, I immediately thought of this, and there was no, this is one of Mark, this is Mark Friesen's neighborhood. Fash, Nazi scum, destroyed signs, literally the same story. But this one didn't go on CBC. Why? Because they're not the Canadian, they're the Canadian hate network. They're the liberal communist propaganda network. And they hate you. And their entire job is to frame things where they are the victims, the benevolent, lovely, freedom, you know, tolerant, oh, you know, the good guys. And you're the scum, the evil Nazis, etc. This isn't good for their image, so they don't show you this. Even though it was likely people they paid to go do this. Antifa and anti-hate are like this. They've, they've already admitted, you know, numerous times to working with each other extensively. They're, they're the same people. Literally the same people. 
They're basically terrorists. And they enjoy the comfort, the coziness of the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, which is also paid by the Liberal government to spew its, its vile garbage. The th- and look at this. The three main parties say they've experienced ugly incidents on the campaign trail. Yeah, they're all the three main parties are the victims. And who do you think the bad guys are? Here they are, just, here they are defending conservative candidate Michelle Rempel-Garner. The globalist con- Michelle Rempel-Garner. World Economic Forum, Davos, Bilderberg, Michelle Rempel-Garner. She says she's been accosted by men with cameras, demanding I respond to conspiracy theories. She just didn't answer. It's true. She has gone to these events. She does know these people. These are legitimate concerns. Why are elected officials rubbing shoulders with global, you know, elitist bankers and such with UN agendas for other countries? We didn't elect them. We elected you. We elected you to represent us. So why are you talking to them about what they're going to do to us, Michelle? I'm here. I'm trying to eat with my husband. Oh, that's, yeah, that's nice. A lot of people wanted to go out and enjoy that with their families too, but they don't have vaccine passports, so they can't go to restaurants. Some of their loved ones have committed suicide and aren't here anymore, so they can't really go anywhere either, Michelle, Rempel, Garner. I have no sympathy for you whatsoever. Oh, D- Executive Director Evan Belgord, my favorite. How's my dick taste today, Evan? I just got out of the shower. Should be okay. It's largely motivated by the pandemic. The pandemic is causing hate, you see. Racism, etc. This is the guy that flipped off Trudeau the other day. Don't you have a hospital you should be protesting against? Yeah, because no one could possibly have any problem with Justin Trudeau. Legitimately. He didn't abandon people in Afghanistan. They didn't. Where's the article on all the Afghan interpreters and their families you fucking abandoned, Evan? Where's that? You're a fraud. You're nothing. You're a hollow shell of a half man and a fraud. And you're a, expose yourself more and more every day. I wouldn't want to be in this country if I were you when the, when the worm turns, and it will. O'Toole defending Trudeau, Singh defending O'Toole. It's all the same. Here's what O'Toole defends. And here, here's what he has to say. Don't vote for the PPC. Really? That Why? Why, Aaron? Don't, don't, don't vote for them. Oh, are you scared? I thought it was a joke and you weren't even going to address them because they're such a joke, Aaron. What's What changed? Fears a right-wing vote could... Sp- Lead to four more years of Justin Trudeau. Do you like how he says this? Aaron, you're not very smart. I'm smarter than you, for sure. Much smarter than you. Most of the people I know are much smarter than you. Uh, so you're saying that a vote split, it's not a split because you're you're just the same left-wing party as the liberals. Your platforms are almost virtually identical. That four more years equals more of Justin Trudeau. Not four more years of XYZ policy. Not four more years of lockdowns, vaccine passports, climate tax, etc. The things that people are actually upset about. Your entire platform, and you've just revealed it yourself in one sentence, is don't vote for them, vote for me, because I'm not Justin Trudeau, and that should be good enough. You're a fucking stooge. Is this how stupid you think we are? There's actually millions of Canadians, says the Boston Cream Donut, who are very frustrated with Mr. Trudeau. 
the traitor. He's Mr. Trudeau. If they allow that frustration to do anything other than vote conservative, they're voting for Trudeau. Oh, okay. Your whole platform is vote for me because I'm not Trudeau. They have nothing to say except they're not Trudeau. They're not even trying to campaign. Where do you guys live? How many CPC rallies and speeches and things? Where are they? They're not even campaigning. They're doing hokey pokey, you know, we're all in this together advertisements. They think that you, you know, they don't have to earn your vote. They think they should just get it because they're not Trudeau. That's how little respect they have for you. Meanwhile, Bernier literally does five events a day. Five a day. Non-stop for six weeks. For a year, really. But for the five a day thing for about six weeks now. That guy is hauling ass. Aaron O'Toole is where? Where is Aaron O'Toole? Has anyone seen him say or do anything? Is he drawing crowds of thousands of people? No. His whole platform is, I'm not Justin Trudeau. You know what he's not doing? He's not defending the people of Durham. His home writing, which is now mandating that contact tracing is going to happen inside your house. Durham region mandates contact tracing for gatherings in people's homes. Very alarming. Very police state-like. Freedom-loving Aaron O'Toole, who is a fraud, and his entire platform is, I'm not Justin Trudeau, so vote for me because I'm less annoying. I'm going to do all the same things to you. I'll just be less annoying about it. Goes on. To, this is uh, Was this Fury that wrote this? Yeah, Anthony Fury. If you thought your home was the, only, the one place you could relax without worrying about getting fined over pandemic rules, think again. Durham Region's top doctor has quietly passed new rules mandating that all residents must conduct contact tracing of anyone who comes to their house. This is regardless of how many people are in attendance, how well they know each other, and the purpose of the visit. That's Aaron O'Toole's home writing. Aaron O'Toole, MP for Durham. He's going to talk to you about puppy mills, though. Seniors' pensions. I'm just like you, having a beer with a regular guy. Here I am with a fucking gay mask on, talking to an old veteran who probably hates my guts. Here I am with another mask on, talking to people. I'm a regular guy. Something else you should know about Aaron O'Toole. His gun platform, because that's another thing I get from the conservatives a lot. Uh, you want to get your guns taken away? Aaron O'Toole is not stopping the gun ban. Enhance. One moment. Like, no, he's just... That's talking about the 1977 assault weapons ban, which banned automatic weapons in Canada in 1977. America had a similar one in 1980. And they're like, that's it. No, that's not it. Listen to the whole thing. This is Aaron O'Toole on September 5th. So I want to make my position on firearms perfectly clear. First... The ban on assault weapons will remain in place. And they go, nope, that's it. I heard all enough. See there. That's all you meant. Goodbye. Goodbye. No, no. You get back here. Get back here, Johnny. Johnny conservative lifelong guy. Come here. Sit down. He's not done. Second, the present ban on a number of other firearms that were reclassified in 2020 will remain in place. 
Do you get that? Do, do you understand? He's just playing 5D chess. No, he's not. Stop coping like a simp. Stop being a coward little bitch. Listen to what he said and take him at his word. Max Bernier and the PPC want to roll everything back to pre-Justin Trudeau. We'll, we'll just go back to what we had before Trudeau ever took power. Worked fine. Everything was fine. I'm cool with that. Are you? Aaron O'Toole's not. The ban on assault weapons will remain in place. Second, the present ban on a number of other firearms that were reclassified in 2020 will remain in place. Everything that's banned is staying banned. The end. Tracy Wilson and the CCFR, we're going to... They're lobbyists for the Conservative Party. Tracy Wilson is a booze bag who grifts money and lobbies for the conservatives. Her job is to convince you that they care about guns and that they're going to protect your gun rights so that they get more votes. It's not true. I just... I, I How can I make it any more clear than that? What, what else do you want to hear? He, what, he didn't say it in French. It wasn't a misinterpretation. He is a communist. He wants to go left on everything. He's gone left on climate change, climate tax. He's gone left on immigration. He's gone left on social issues, cultural issues. We need to be more progressive and diverse. This is not your father's conservative party anymore. Remember that? You got that right, Aaron. Finally, you're telling the truth. You're not a conservative. You never were. Nice high heels, by the way, in your LGBT rally. Now, now he's cool with the police contact tracing people in your own fucking house. And you think he's not going to do that nationally. That's his home writing. That's where his family lives. Uh, I'm, I mean, anybody, you conservative voters, are, you got, you, do you have anything for me? How can you possibly support this guy? What, what leg are you standing on? There is no vote to split. He and Trudeau are one and the same. They're two sides of the same shitty red Stalinist coin. They're exactly the same. Voting for one, vote for the other, it doesn't matter. LibCon, same thing. You're going to get the same thing. You've got nothing to lose. You might as well give it a shot. You might as well at least try and support the people that are that are saying the right things and not talking in, in doublespeak communist gobbledygook. Vertible, uh, uh, I read that one, sorry. Mark 306 says, if you fear to fall, then you must dare to jump, for there is no right time. <laughs> yep. It's never going to be the ideal time. It's not the time. We're not the time yet. There's no such thing as the right time, the perfect time, the ideal time. It doesn't exist. There's just, this can't stay. This can't go on. What they're doing, it, it's enough. Philip's disciple says, Philip would like the chicken sacrifice thing just to be sure to do the Buffalo Bill dance. Would you do me? I'd do me. <laughs> Goodbye, horses. Fuck, that was a great piece. Of, great movie. Exiled Canadian Patriot. Thank you so much, man. You're a. You, uh, I appreciate it. You're a, a legend. General Patton asked the Jews of Germany, why didn't you stand up or leave? They said they thought it would be better tomorrow. No tomorrow if we don't get off our knees today. 
And that's uh, part of something I wanted to talk about. I read this last time. I will read it again. And thank you again for that, man. We have the advantage. We have the tragic sacrifice of those people and in the Soviet Union and in China and in North Korea and Cuba and on and on and on to know the patterns and what happens when the government, the state, they start talking a certain way, they start acting a certain way, they start creating the good and the bad in society and targeting one and favoring the other. We know what happens. These people didn't. They didn't have the internet. They didn't have Netflix documentaries and college educations and any of this. They were farmers in the Ukraine. The most exciting thing that ever happened was there was a a donkey that got loose on their property one time that nobody knew where it came from. We know from everything that happened to them where this goes. So if we don't do anything about this, we deserve doubly what happens to us. More than them because we were warned. Their bones and their ghosts haunt the world to this day and warn us of what is to come if we don't stop this train. Alexander Solzhenitsyn from the Gulag Archipelago, and I will read it again and again and as many times as it takes. What did they do wrong? They didn't fight. They thought tomorrow would be better. If we just hang on, things will magically get better for some reason. We know that's not the case. And people paid for it with their lives. In the tens of millions. Solzhenitsyn says, And how we burned in the camps later, thinking what things have, uh, sorry, what would things have been like if every security operative when he went out at night to make an arrest had been uncertain whether he would return alive and had to say goodbye to his family, or if during periods of mass arrests, for example, in Leningrad, when they arrested a quarter of the entire city, people had not simply sat there in their lairs, paling with terror at every bang of the downstairs door and every step on the staircase, but had understood that they had nothing left to lose and had boldly set up in the downstairs hall an ambush of half a dozen people with axes, hammers, pokers, whatever they had at hand. The organs of the state would very quickly have suffered a shortage of officers and transport, and notwithstanding all of Stalin's thirst, the cursed machine would have ground to a halt. If, if, if we didn't love freedom enough, and even more, we had no awareness of the real situation, we do, we purely and simply deserved everything that happened afterward. You uh, lay there and you know let yourself be eaten by wolves. You, then that's what happens. You need to defend your. We have to defend ourselves. No one's coming. And right now, the best shot we have is trying to install people that represent us, that represent sanity, that know what's going on, and can put an end to this uh, this lunacy. At least here in a small pocket, a part of Canada. Oh, they can't win, bro. They can't. What if they want to pass the? They what if they really do want to pass the Emergency Measures Act here in Canada, the War Measures Act, which gives the government sweeping, dystopian, tyrannical powers to do whatever the fuck they want to. You know how they do that? They pass it in the House of Commons with a vote. Like in the U.S., how you'd have the Senate would vote on this or Congress. And if they need, say, well, let's see, how does it work? I don't know what the, depends on the bill. 
There's 338 seats in Canada. Let's pretend it's 50-50. They need 169, 170 votes. They would need 170 people to go, yep, and start start the crazy, start the War Measures Act, put people in camps, etc. They need 170 votes. And they've got 166 or 165 that say yes. And the PPC have five seats in the House of Commons. They've only got five. Those are five they needed that they could have had that they don't have because we took those seats away from them now. They didn't go to the Liberal Party. They didn't go to the Conservative Party. They didn't go to any of these fucking stooges who are going to do what the UN wants them to do, like Michelle Rempel Garner or Catherine McKenna or Justin Trudeau or Jagmeet Singh or any of these scumbags. Those five spots could literally save your life. So this whole, oh, they can't even win, bro. You know the first three to four assaults on Vimy Ridge didn't just lose. They lost badly. And I mean, they got fucking annihilated in the First World War, which is where Canada basically forged its identity as a, as a nation, where it was like, oh, damn, you know, they got on the scoreboard. Before that, you're just another colony of the British Empire. You're, not, you're nothing special. We've got lots of those. Why are, why are you any special? Why are you any different? French got massacred. The British tried it. They got massacred and over and over. Ah, So they're like, fuck it. Let's throw the Canadians in there. They're going to get wiped out. Who cares? Whatever. And they, what if they'd gone in there with that? Oh, we can't even win, bro. There's no point, man. It's impossible, bro. Nope. And they said, well, okay. They were up to the challenge. They went for it and they fucking won. And there's a memorial to it this day. Huge, giant stone memorial. It's so impressive. And it was such a fucking feat of war fighting and human spirit ability that when the Germans invaded and conquered France, Hitler specifically said to leave that monument alone. Don't go in that thing. No, no. It's too amazing. Look it up. Hitler said that the Vimy Ridge Memorial is too amazing. It's too much of a triumph of the human will to destroy or or handle anything. So all these people, these conservative voters and these weak beta, you guys are a fucking disgrace. You can't even win. Oh, so you've given up before you've even tried, before you've even started. Your ancestors are ashamed of you. You're a joke. You have no fighting spirit at all. You're a lazy coward. You want to sit on the couch and just, just bring it, have it delivered to me. Can I skip the dishes on a new regime? Can I just order it on my phone and have it delivered to me, please? I really don't want to have to get up. I'm in my comfy pajama pants. I don't want to have to do any work. You guys make me sick. However, those of us here in Dagalon (laughs) and the rest of you beautiful people, I don't care what the odds are. It's not about that. It's about right and wrong, doing the right thing or not. Fighting and opposing evil, all evil requires for it to succeed is that you do nothing. It doesn't require your consent. It doesn't require your support. All it requires is that you do nothing. And right now, it's the authority. The authority is evil. And there's a very easy thing. I mean, it's uh, what do we do with the, with the authority, Phil, when it's evil? How does that go? Bring it. Bring it, you fucking bitch. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You can't you can't stop us all. 
Elbow Deluxe, thank you so much, man. He says, cheers, brother. There will be no mercy. Bring on the underpowered wood chippers. Pumpkin says, they need to consider that every defaced sign may well represent a commie life that wasn't taken due to substitution of vandalism for a potential act of violence. They live because we have self-control. I said earlier on uh, an Instagram stream I did, do not mistake our restraint for weakness. My resolve is infinite. My patience is not. I'm over there spilling a beer. I don't know. I'm in tight quarters here. Starshine Girl says Aaron O'Toole is MP in Durham region. That is now implementing. Yeah, that's right. If he won't protect the freedoms in his own constituency, he won't protect the freedoms of the rest of the country. Right? I think that's, we're pretty much on the same page there. <laughs> this was pre-rant, I suppose. Feather Not Dot says tried the rain dance. Didn't work. But to be fair, I need to work on my dance moves. Virus with a deadly spike protein equals solution. mRNA shot that programs your cells to make spike protein. Call me a stupid Indian, but something doesn't seem right. I'll wait for my Hudson Bay blanket bribe. Another thing that the anti-hate, the pro-hate, anti-Canadian, anti-white, anti-humanity um, psychos over there in the communist journals uh, would rather you ignore is that the, the demographics actually most hesitant to uh, get in on the on the on the you know the cult are minorities. So your your vax pass and your anti-vax shaming is actually racist by your own logic. So get right with that. CRJ says Aaron Green Screen O'Toole. <laughs> yeah, right. Daft Beta says the dancing Israelis said it best when they said, "Give us twenty years and we'll take over your media and destroy your country." I knew they were well informed, prescient, even, but that's too accurate. Cat Lives Matter Montreal says, was watching French news with my boomer parents. They talked about the conservative vote split and never mentioned the PPC. <laughs> These boomers are killing us. James R. says, think again, has been used a lot by media and politicians to scare regular folks. I laugh at their attempts. That, and that's all of the whole thing. I, I talked about a little bit before. Fuck you, make me. Don't get scared with them. They're trying to intimidate you. That's what Scott Moe and Jason Kenney, these people, they're trying to do. They're trying to scare you. And they say, oh, there's going to be consequences. What consequences? What? Whoa. No, tell me. I'm not fucking scared of you. What do you got? What do you think? What do you think you got? You think that the people of this country, of the world, don't have consequences either? You think there's going to be no uh, no resistance, no pushback, no no consequences for the things you're, di- you're doing? Is that what you believe? Every action, equal and opposite reaction, etc. Physics. Trust the science, Scotty. Feather Not Dot says, uh, PPC got my vote in the last election, and they got it again. Well, that's only for white supremacists. I know you're you're an indigenous uh, Canadian, but you're clearly a white supremacist. They're such liars, man. That's why they would they would never they would never interview any of us live, which I've offered many times. They'll never do it because they would be fucking eviscerated in front of everyone, and they would be made out to be the, the fools that they are. They're a joke, and they're stupid, and they're lazy, and they're weak, 
And they, uh, if it wasn't for the federal government uh, giving them a welfare job, they wouldn't have any job at all. They'd have to go back to serving baristas, uh, serving uh, soy lattes at Starbucks. Crisby says the time is always right to do the right thing. Fuck you, make me. Cheers, brother. Cheers to you, sir. Dr. D, how are you, man? My parents, my father's parents fled the Holodomor. My baba told me stories. She always cried. I got a, I got another story. Someone sent me on TikTok and asked me to, to look at, and I um, challenged these anti-hate fucking fools to tell this guy he's a racist, uh, out-of-control person. In fact, I'll just play it right now. It's easier than trying to navigate my way through everything. Oh, he's just an extremist, crazy old man. Yeah, they're all, they're all, everyone that disagrees with you is some kind of extremist. I could have done without the music because it's kind of overdramatic, but, um, regardless. I was born under monarchy regime. I lived for four years under German fascism. I lived under communist system for, for, for 20 years. Polish. I had a more freedom of those under those all clear regime than than I have right now in the, in Canada. You happy with yourselves, you left wing psychos? That's my dad. He turned eighty eight today. He's not allowed to play pool at the Legion anymore. He's been kicked out of his golf team because he doesn't have his papers. Yeah. I'd listen. He's not the only person from these post-Soviet bloc countries saying the same thing. Things were better in the Soviet Union than this. He could at least still play pool and go to his golf games in the Soviet Union, probably. Can't do that now because papers, please. Get the injection. Get the injection or papers, please. The guy was born in the, you know, the monarchy of Poland, lived under German occupation, and then the Iron Curtain for it's 20 years, he says. He's an old, what do you want him to do now? He's, you know, in tears. What do you have to say to that one, Evan? You disgust me on levels that are immeasurable. There's not, I don't care what rat hole you hide in, it's not deep enough. Cormac Kerr says, my 75-year-old dad asked me to accompany him to the gun shop today. He wanted me to help him select a tactical shotgun. He's a Scotsman, notoriously frugal, but he's laying down some serious dosh lately. Dosh, getting ready for what may come. God love him. The fact that our the, the most vulnerable people in our society are women, are old, they're they're frightened and feel like they have to defend themselves is a uh, that's an insult. I mean, that's that's bad. That reflects very poorly on us. Oops, excuse me. We're supposed to protect these people. And we aren't. How much more will we put up with before we say enough? That's enough. Call me whatever you want. I've seen enough. I've heard enough phone calls. I've heard enough crying, scared, terrified. You know, my loved ones, yours, ours. I don't care if there's five of us or there's 500 or there's 5 million. It's the principle that I cannot, I couldn't live with myself. I am not going down the rest of my life as someone that did not do everything 
in his power to stop this. Everything. Exiled Canadian Patriot says the Germans were terrified of the Canadians called them the little devils. I think that's where the, the Devil's Brigade nickname eventually kind of arose from. Bus full of nuns. Thank you, man. He says, when do we have the right to act before the tyrants slow walk this shit in? Alexander Solzhenitsyn says the biggest regret is not acting. When can we act before the government? Big Mac says, hi, we are out, we are out drinking you. Well, I'm trying to do stuff here. I can't just get wasted. <laughs> uh, right now, we'll see what happens on Monday. But um, if they pull this, well, it's going to take five days to count the ballots. No, it doesn't. It doesn't take five days to count some mail-in ballots that you already have. They're not waiting for them to come in from the space station. There's a cutoff to mail-in ballots. Well, there's a record amount. There's like 50, I think it said 50,000 or maybe it was 500,000. Regardless, a tiny fraction of the total. And the total is usually 16, 17, 18, 19 million votes, which um, is counted in six hours. Polls close usually late afternoon. They start counting them. By midnight, the results are in, but not this time. Not this time. You got a couple, you know, 200,000, 500,000, 50,000. That's going to look, that's going to take you five fucking days to get through. Is it? Mm, that doesn't smell right at all. Officer. Yeah, we got a problem here. That's a problem. If they, if they pull that shit, you best believe there's some shenanigans afoot. And then, uh, then we're going to have to have some talks because what comes after is Vax passports more lockdowns, interprovincial lockdowns, mandatory vaccines for everyone sooner or later, five and up, right out of the goddamn womb. They'll go right up to, you know, why wouldn't they? Then there's the gun confiscation coming in the spring that uh, Tracy Wilson helped along by not doing her fucking job and these fools at the NFA helped by not doing their job, by not talking about the reasons why this is important. By sitting there and sucking up donations and said, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to yell at an empty building and hold signs. And we're going to support the conservative party who just basically, uh, you know, they, they not basically, they did commit to upholding Justin's OIC ordering council gun ban of 1,500 firearms. You think they're not going to add a few more? There's basically nothing left. Do you imagine what the gun sales would be like right now if, if we still had access to everything we did have access to? I, I would have had like, like five more. <laughs> you know? Chris Burke says, sorry I'm late to the party, was breaking the law by having 25 bigots at my house. <laughs> Fuck you, make me. Roger that. Merck says, anyone have a drop on her Twitter, see what she's up to? Probably securing a box of wine donations, I would imagine. Um... Crystal Jean on YouTube says, a bunch of people I've talked to are voting PC because they don't think the PVC has a chance of winning. If you missed what I said 10 minutes ago, I mean, you can go back and watch it later. That's what you should, That's what you say to them. They're cowards. They're a disgrace. They're gutless. Gutless cowards. Pukes. Psh, dismiss them. How's Rumble doing? Uh, Rhino on the range says, I found out today I will not be accepted into my local uh, legion in Harrow, Ontario because I'm a, re I'm a regional leaders with no more lockdowns Canada. There's two teams. You're either pro the global bullshit or you're not. I am so much against it. I'll fucking die first. 
this is this is war to me. Like they're, they're, I, you know, it's not even a question. I would sooner, and this isn't an exaggeration. I would rather, infinitely rather, and this is how much this is how serious I am. I would rather, to an extreme degree, convert to Islam than than submit to this vaccine nonsense. Do you understand? That's where I sit with this. So, mm, you sit with that. Zodiac says, I got a feeling you're going to see record voting this time. Somehow Trudeau will win, where in reality, uh, record numbers hate the fuck, just like I seen in November 2020. We'll see. It's going to be really hard to cheat that much, but if they're going to take five days to just secretly sift through everything, five days is a long time. Three days, to one day. No, 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 no. This should only take a few hours. It's only ever taken a few hours. Why is it taking days? What's going on? Huh? Do it live on TV. How about that? The ferryman's toll. He found this quote. We were talking about this earlier today. He's like, I want to find this. And uh, again, these are your ancestors. We are their blood. A British officer in the First World War says, The Canadians are generally good-natured and soft-spoken. One could easily be fooled into thinking them passive, but... When pushed to the point of rage, they are undoubtedly the most savage and brutal soldiers in the whole of the Commonwealth. <laughs> yeah, I can I can attest to that. I've seen some shit on our guys overseas. Uh, you know, you guys really want to play? I don't think so. This is... And someone else was talking to me about this. Well, what about medical exemptions? They have nothing but contempt for you. Aaron O'Toole is going to do the same. Jagmeet Singh would probably even be worse than Trudeau, honestly. Someone asked him about medical exemptions. Do you know what he said? He says, fuck you, get vaccinated. This is what you're up against. This guy is a psychopath. He deserves every ounce of resistance that we can muster as a, as a, as a country. There were a lot of anti-vaccine messages yesterday in Newmarket, but we know that there are some people who are unvaccinated who are not showing up at these protests. They can't get a vaccine because of health reasons. They don't have the right information or they're genuinely scared and they're not part of special interest groups. And I'm wondering what your message is to those Canadians who feel that you are abandoning them and turning society against them. My message to those Canadians is one I give every single day. It's time to get vaccinated. Wow. Wow. I have a heart condition. I might die. I have cancer. I might die. I have maybe blood issues. I might die. Get vaccinated. I don't care. Justin, did you know that, uh, I believe, I can't remember who said it now, but speaking about uh, Pierre Elliott Trudeau, another Canadian politician, was it Diefenbaker? I'm, I, don't, I, don't, I can't remember, but I remember the quote. He famously said, finally, Canada has produced someone worthy of assassinating. Just wondering if you heard that quote before. I thought it was interesting. 
This this man belongs in prison. Minimum. Pumpkin says uh, somebody should make a machine that can launch Tracy as a skeet for my sport shooting. Yeah. She needs to sit the fuck down and uh, she's failed horribly. Deanna 01 says my brother is also a vet served in the Royal Canadian Navy. Though he and his wife got the jab, they know this is all bullshit. Guess I should call my sister too. I haven't spoken to her since 2015. Except odd texts, of course. Like I said, a lot of people just did it because they thought it was the right thing to do. But the masks are coming off now and they go, wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. So if you think you're just dealing with the unvaccinated, no, no, there's actually quite a few of us that also, um, you know, got one, got two even that have went, okay, no, no more. And now you're talking about you want to give them booster shots. They don't like that shit either. You're losing the plot, G. You try this shit, it's over for you. Katie and Cockroach, thank you so much, man. Says, thanks for leading us to freedom and sanity through this shitstorm tornado. I'm I'm just venting really nearly. Trying to trying to keep people going and find your friends. Go to the Telegram channel, t.me slash raging distance. It's an app. That's the link. You can put it on your desktop. Get on your phone. And there's a, a link in there with all kinds of regional subgroups in each province. I don't know what the fuck's going on in any of these, but there's hundreds of people in them in each one. From British Columbia to Nova Scotia. Big fight tomorrow night, says Derek. That's right. Devin, the war machine, is fighting Thor. Uh, Hap Thor from Game of Thrones, the mountain, is fighting Dagalon's own Devin Larratt. I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to be watching that tomorrow. I hope you guys will too. I love that guy. Can't wait to see what he does. See how he does. Never boxed before. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll just do it for because. <laughs> Took it on five weeks' notice. Professional boxing fight. There's, the other guy's got three fights. And it's, again, the mountain from Game of Thrones. Guy's six foot nine. His name isn't the mountain because he's like kind of big. He's a fucking giant. And Devin is huge. And he looks like a regular man next to this guy. So, it, you know, that's the fucking spirit, you know? Uh, I think, I don't know. Was it Derek? Was it you that saw this earlier? This is kind of funny. <laughs> Here's, uh, you know, the rule followers 101. Check this out. Hi, this is a little message to the unvaccinated. Ugh. You are killing everyone. It's your fault. You're being selfish. So get the vaccine because I'm vaccinated. I am vaccinated. Okay. And so I'm protected because the vaccine is safe and effective. So if you're around me and you're unvaccinated, then you're putting me at, at, well, you're not, you're, okay. So you're selfish because if I'm protected and you're around me, then I'm, then I'm fine. But you're, but you're me, sorry. If you're not vaccinated, then you're not, it's your, um, you're racist is what I'm saying. They don't even, you know. If you don't get an umbrella, my umbrella won't work. It's so stupid. And they've changed the definition of it. They'll, they'll do go through any mental gymnastics they can to not be wrong. It's easier to fool someone than it is to convince them that they've been fooled. As the saying goes, Mark Twain. I should probably get into this Russo stuff before we go into the third hour here. 
Jacob Powell says, I'd really like to punch the majority of these fuckers to death. <laughs> Just a steady, continuous rhythm of punching. Till I... <laughs> Jesus. Feel the outer skull breach and ultimately collapse under the continuous force of my fists. So Jacob's a little angry. I understand that. Synthetic C-17 says, damn, that's tomorrow. I thought December. Cheers, Bigot. No, man. The fight is tomorrow. Uh, Core Sports, I believe. Just look it up. Devin Larratt, Hapthor Bjorns, whatever the hell his name is. Tomorrow. Probably afternoon. It's in Dubai, so it'll probably be noon, something like that. They did the weigh-ins today, yesterday. Can't wait. Feather Not Dot says, I work for Agnico Eagle Mines. Agnico Eagle Mines. I'm the boiler chief for now until October 15th when it's policy to have your first shot. You got to get all of you. If they want you to have two, that means you got to have three, four, five forever, right? The day before they announced their policy, they said there, there would be no exemptions. Not even medical exemptions. Because Justin Trudeau says, get vaccinated. And Aaron O'Toole says, get vaccinated. Aaron O'Toole wanted to enact the uh, w- the Emergency War Measures Act, right? He he supported Justin Trudeau in, in doing that. He wanted that. Aaron O'Toole will fuck, you, fuck your shit up. Uh, he continues. He says, I asked about the woman employee who took the shot and was paralyzed for a week. Answer continued. I guess he's coming back with more. <laughs> Boosters for life. Soon they will make you pay for them, says Gary Schill. Probably. We're already paying for them. They're not free. This comes out of your tax money, which is going to get worse and worse because they've bankrupted the country. Completely bankrupted the country. Um, I want to play something now about... This is just one of the many things that I've seen over the years that kind of created the... It was hints, clues into the thinking of the people that actually run this world and what they want. And they want total control of everyone. And they've been trying to do it for a long time. It's just a big game for them. And uh, this guy had it. He knew what the deal was. Oh, he was poisoned and killed. People get sick and they die. You know, who knows? But he took a lot of big risks. And he paid for it financially, career-wise. Uh, he had a famous interview with Alex Jones, Aaron Russo, a filmmaker, America, freedom to fascism, and other things. If you've never heard out, heard of him, I suggest you check him out. Um, Pickett from Ontario says, check out the movie Conspiracy with Kenneth Branagh. It's about a meeting where the SS and Gestapo discuss the Jewish question outside the Wannsee conference. Now imagine Pfizer and Moderna attending. <laughs> I've seen that movie. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, anyway, continues Feather Not Dot. Well, that about the uh, the woman who was paralyzed for a week says, well, that would be on a case-by-case basis. When they had the mandatory meeting, she walked out. I followed her out and told her about the meeting. She said to me, I have to choose between walking and a job. I told her I brought her up, and she was relieved. This is pretty fucked. Cheers, brother. Yeah. I just need to take a quick break, but I want to leave you some of Aaron Russo from his show Mad as Hell, which didn't last too long, and you'll, you're going to find out why here in just a second. I mean, you can probably imagine why. (laughs) Just a sec. I've often wondered what George Washington, Sam Adams, and Thomas Jefferson would do if they were alive today. Not much. They would have been in jail. You know, a lot of intelligent people warned me not to do this show. Said I was putting myself in danger. But that's precisely why I'm here today. I refuse 
to live in fear of my government. We have to take personal responsibility for our lives. They think of us as statistics. They lump us together in groups. 65% of the blacks think like this. 75% of the women think like that. 27% of the Jews think this way. And 61% of the Christians think that way. 50% of the men think this way. And of that 50, of that, of that 50%, 46% of the circumcised ones think another way. <laughs> it's all bull****. Tommy thinking. It's black against white. Rich over poor. And who does that? Anti-hate does that. Everybody's in a group, an ethnic group. Black this, white that, you know? You divide people up into different groups. You can manipulate them against each other. He knew that. Straight opposing gay. Men versus women. Rancher against rapper. It's only as individuals that we will ever find harmony and peace. Bill Clinton and I are both white, straight, male Americans. That's four groups we share. But do I think like Bill Clinton? I can't stand Bill Clinton! So, before I'm white, before I'm Jewish, before I'm an American, I can't think like all Jews, or all white people, or all Americans. It's not possible. Divide and conquer. It's an old formula. Folks. We've been splintered. My hope is, God, I pray, my hope is that this show, this series, can bring based meatloaf. All these splinters together. It does look like meatloaf. Into a strong oak tree that can withstand the assaults that we're under. So we can once again make our common thread, freedom of the individual, so we can all be different. No, it's not a read. This is from the 90s, And still defend each other's rights and appreciate our differences. That's what it's all about. And if you don't allow freedom, if any of you don't allow freedom for somebody else, then you can't have freedom. Yep. Do you understand that? 
he fucking got it, you know, a long time ago. He died in 2007. Here's another like interesting card. There's a couple more minutes of, the, of him I want to get, get through. Um, he's just one of a lot. There's a lot of people throughout history, throughout the, you know, the tinfoil hat people. He's not a crazy person. The guy was a professional. The guy had a lot of successful businesses. He was a filmmaker. He did a lot of things. But he got, he got into the club. They invited him in. And he went, oh, you guys are fucking psychos. Do you know that? And they went, ah. Oh. He died in 2007. This is a, a part of the interview we had with Alex Jones in uh, 2007 here. You were, you got 30% of the vote. Right, this you is right before he died. In effect, you, you, you made mad as hell. They knew that you'd started the Constitutional Party. Yeah. They knew that you were uh, somebody who was taking action and getting things done. You'd already made some big films, had a lot of other successes. Right. So they were trying to recruit you. And, and, and didn't it come down to the point of, hey, we are here to recruit you. And don't worry, your chip's going to say, don't mess with us. You know, this guy's uh, don't touch. So he's talking about the chip thing. Like, again, like at the RFID chip, that was the big plan. We're gonna, everybody's going to have a chip that's going to tell you who you are, well, all your, all your stuff, and it's going to be controlled by the government, and they're going to use this. Does this sound – listen to what he did. He's going to describe it a bit, and you're going to go, this is eerily similar to something that's going on. I don't like where this is going, nor should you. Yeah, yes, that did happen. I was definitely being recruited. But it's more subtle than that. Well, in your words, just go through the process, and then, and then what do you say? Well, what it is is, remember, we were friends, and we used to have, used to go to my house a lot. We'd have Nick Rockefeller talk, was talking about. And he'd, he'd tell me about business investments, how you get involved in, you know, or they would help me with this business investment or that business investment. And was I interested in joining the Council on Foreign Relations? You know, I would have to get hmm. a letter to join them, but was I interested in that? And, uh, you know, just uh, just stuff, you know, leading you on. And, and uh, I used to say to him that I never really did that because that wasn't where I was coming from. You know, as much as I like you, Nick, you know, your ways and my ways, we're, the, we're on the opposite side of the fence. You know, I don't believe in enslaving people, you know, and... Um, and he would come back with, oh, I do? Or, well, it would be more like, you it's know... It's better for them, well, it's more like, you know, um, how do I put it? It was like, what do you care about them? What do you care about those people? What difference does it make to you? Take care of your own life. Do the best you can for you and your family. What do the rest of the people mean to you? They don't mean anything to you. They're just serfs. They're just people. You know, it was, it was just a lack of caring you know and that's just not who I was it was just sort of like cold you know it was just like cold you know and uh, I just said what, what's the point of all this you have all the money in the world you need you have all the power you need what's the point you know what's the end goal and he said the end goal is to get everybody chipped to control the whole society now we just coincidentally have a thing called a vaccine passport trying to be rolled out internationally that uh, the government's going to control and have access to all the time. Uh, and this is the last one. This one uh, goes on a little bit longer, but he explains. If you replace the RFID chip theory, and this is from 2007, so a little bit of time has passed since then. Technology, technology adapts and changes, but the core th the theory is the well, same. The, the whole agenda is to create a one-world government where everybody has an, R R an RFID chip implanted in them. All money is to be um, in those chips, 
right? There'll be no more cash. And this is giving me straight from Rockefeller himself. This is what they want to accomplish. And all money will be in your chips. Your QR and code. So any, your Vax pass. So instead of having cash. So what this leads to. Anytime you have money in your, in, your, in your chip, they can take out whatever they want to take out whenever they want to. If they say you owe us this much money in taxes, they just deduct it out of your chip digitally. How convenient. Total control. Total control. And if you're like me or you, and you're protesting what they're doing, what you can just turn off your chip. And you have nothing. You can't buy food. You can't do anything. It's totally can't buy food. And that chip's connected. If you don't do the thing, you can't buy food. If you don't have a Vax Pass, you can't. You see where, dude, you can see where this is going. It's. It's like the glasses from that movie They Live, you know? Once you put them on, you're like, oh, shit. A database that has your purchasing records, what you do. What everything. You everything is in there, you know? And so they, they want a one-world government controlled by them, everybody being chipped, all your money in those chips, and they control the chips, and they control people. And you become a slave. You're you become fucked. a serf to these people. That's their goal. That's their intentions. Eric, can you be specific about when there you There is with Nick Rockefeller. Rockefeller how it happened in these discussions? I met Rockefeller through a female attorney I knew who called me up one day and said, uh, one of the Rockefellers would like to meet you. I had made a video called Mad as Hell, and uh, he'd seen the video so and I wanted to meet earlier. me and knew I was running for governor of Nevada. So sure, I'd love to meet him. And I met him and I liked him, and uh, uh, he was a very, very smart man. And uh, we used to talk and share ideas and thoughts. And um, this is the same. But there was going to be an event, and out of that about, event, talks about 9 uh, we were going to invade Afghanistan to run uh, pipelines from the Caspian Sea. We were going to invade Iraq, you know, to take over the oil fields, establish a base in the Middle East, and make it all part of the new world order. And there's going to be this war on terror, uh, which is no real enemy, and the whole thing is a giant hoax, you know, but it's a way for the government to take over the American people. 9-11 was done by people in our own government and our own banking system to perpetuate the fear of the American people and to support. Don't look up Paul and Savon Kurzberg. They don't exist. Coordinating themselves to anything the government wants them to do. That's what it's about. And to create this, war, this endless war on terror. And that's why we, and that was the first lie. And the next lie was going into Iraq, you know, uh, to, uh, Get Saddam Hussein out with his weapons of mass destruction. Which the fact of the matter happens to be that the whole war on terror is a fraud. It's a farce. Because you can't define a winner. There's no one who has no one to beat. So it goes on and on forever. And they can do whatever they want. They scare the hell out of the American public. Look, this whole war on terror is a fraud. It's a farce. It's very difficult to say it out loud because people are intimidated against saying it. It's the same shit. Now they've replaced this. Now, now, it's, the, now it's the virus. It's the same thing. If you say it, they want to make you into a nutcase. It was 9-11 that allowed this war on terror to begin. And until we get to the bottom root of 9-11, the truth of 9-11, we'll never know about the war on terror. Humans injected with a tiny chip holding the key to all of their private information. But as you're about to see in our CBS 46 investigation, it's not fiction. Is in just fact, it's being marketed in Georgia oh, as life which uh, is, you know, obsolete now. They've got a better way. They've got your smartphone. Everybody's got a smartphone. They don't need to convince you to guys get a smartphone. It's a government-mandated app you must download. This is Australia right now, China right now. Get the app. Stay safe.
What else can they do with this app? How much? How, how far is it going to go? Do you think they're going to connect it to your, your social credit score? They're already implementing this in Canada. Canada's warning businesses how to adapt to it, how this is eventually going to be a thing. And, you know. Worry about the cancer debate. His chip. Get everybody. And he said the end goal was to get everybody chipped to control the whole society. To have the, to have the bankers, the, the elite people, yep. you know, the bankers and some governor controlling the world. What, and, and, and I said, do all, all the people in the Council on Foreign Relations believe this way you do? He said, no, no, no. You know, it, it, most of them believe they're doing the right thing. A lot of them believe it's better, it's better off being socialistic. You know, we have to convince people that capitalism, that socialism is really capitalism. Because America is becoming a socialist country. It's a communist country today. Died of cancer August 24th, 07, at the age of 64. I saw the evil behind what I thought was a noble adventure. The whole thing is uh, still on YouTube. It's about an hour long with Alex Jones. Uh, some interesting stuff in there. And are you ready for your implant? It's not implants anymore. It's your Vax Pass. Ready for your Vax Pass? Once you submit, you can't get out. Or you can say, I'm not getting any more shots. Well, then you don't lose, then you lose your Vax Pass. And if you don't have your Vax Pass, you can't go here, you can't go there. You can't go anywhere. You know what? Maybe you can't travel. Maybe you don't get on a plane. You already can't in Canada as of October. Is the end of October? Soon. That you can't use air travel anymore in Canada without a Vax Pass. Maybe you won't be able to travel province to province. How long until they say, oh, you can't go in the grocery store. You can only do curbside pickup. And how long does that last? Get your Vax Pass. It's the same thing. There is a state mechanism that controls basically everything that you do. You have to submit to this system that they've invented to do anything, to have a life at all. They will take everything from you. It's the same idea. They've created a system that you must submit to, and they will control, and they control you, so you can, you know, be free. And here I mentioned this before, it's still here. Hot Mike catches Israeli health minister admitting vaccine passports are about coercion. He said, ah, we're just, it's just there to, you know, pressure people to get more vaccines. We need, we need more people vaccinated. Why? Why? And here's what they tell you and see, I mean, this is, here's what the liars say. Why vaccine passports may be an important tool in boosting vaccination rates. Why do you need to boost vaccination rates? You don't believe in choice? They don't believe it's your choice. They believe we just need to convince you one way or another. And they're going to get more and more aggressive about it. More than a million people got their shots after France announced its passport system. A million people caved in. What should be the main objective of a vaccine passport, it says? Who wrote this? Mark Gollum? <laughs> well, one of the most important goals is to increase vaccine uptake. Not safety, not health, not keeping people healthy. It's to increase uptake. Can passports influence behavior? Hmm. What makes them effective? Um, it says that using a QR code for the passports is critical because they're highly secure and manageable. The codes are decipherable to the negative eye, naked eye and must be read by an equally secure device. 
I like this part. It's just especially sinister. If you think about it, they're quoting uh, some piece of shit here. If you go into a bar and you're showing a bounce of your ID, you're showing where you live, your name, your age, whereas a vaccine passport QR code comes up and says your name and that you're vaccinated. Yes or no? Done. And that's managed from a central database of the Ministry of Health. That's pretty scary. No, 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 no. The point of showing a bouncer your ID is so that they have, you know, confirmation that you are in fact 19 or 18 in Quebec or maybe Alberta, whatever the fucking alcohol limits are. Because there's a law about letting children drink alcohol. That's why it's there. Not to show the bouncer your name and your address and where you live. Did you seriously just make that comparison that that's the same thing? Being forced to get a mandatory injection into your body is basically the same as having a show ID to get into a bar. There's very little difference here. These people are out of their fucking minds. And look at this. A passport issued in Ontario should be readable by devices in Toronto and Ottawa, as in Prince George or Saskatchewan. Such systems need to be coordinated and talking to each other. Nobody should be carrying multiple versions of a document for vaccine. Should just be one. There should only be one. Do you see what's happening yet? But no, not in Alberta. Alberta will not bring in vaccine passports, says the Premier, Jason Kenney. Says passports likely contravene. I guess not. So they likely contravene the Health Information Act. Here he is, smiling in his fake cowboy hat because he's a fake Albertan, a fake Canadian, and a fake man. At the Calgary Stampede breakfast on Monday. This is back in the summertime. Remember, open for the summer. Oh, look at him, flipping pancakes. Oh. There he is, just a good old Alberta boy. Got him a belt buckle on and my hat. Yeah. <laughs> Look at these crazy conspiracies. About a dozen protesters showed. I bet it was only a dozen, right? The protesters were accused of spreading misinformation. Oh, that would never happen. And what did happen? Oh, Alberta Premier Jason Kenney announces vaccine passport. Just just two days ago. Jason Kenney broke his promise and announced the province's new vaccine passport system. Well, wouldn't you fucking know it, Jason? Raise your hand if you're surprised. It has now become clear that to save lives and prevent business closure, we must go further in encouraging and increasing vaccination and reducing the chance of infection for those who are unprotected. Blah, blah, blah. Don't care. Kenny's announcement comes after weeks of denial following his return to a government hell-bent on blaming the unvaccinated for the pandemic and restricting their rights. Get clapped, Jason. Same thing in Saskatchewan. Unit Scott Mall everywhere. Is it, they're all the same. Is that Mark's truck? Not sure. Think tank? Oh, a think. Did you get a think tank? Saskatoon can no longer dismiss conspiracy theorists. The people who showed up at the protest at Saskatoon City Hospital twice this month can best be described as anti-reality. 
You're just mentally ill. You know what happens to mentally ill people, right? They get put in the hospital. Maybe they get taken to a camp or something. Re-education. Medicine is what you need. Maybe you need maybe you need some antidepressants, some antipsychotic medication. State mandated, of course. The People's Party of Canada has offered conspiracy theorists a comfortable political home and has been rising in opinion polls as high as 12%. Though firmly in fourth place in many. We'll fucking see. PPC leader Maxime Bernier plans to be in Saskatoon on election night, as do I. Sask sits near the bottom in vaccination rates in Canada and is adding cases at the fastest pace. What's the mortality rate? What are the odds of death? How many people are dying? The same of people that have always died from the flu and the cold and these kinds of things, from upper respiratory illnesses. Really? The same ones that always. No change? So again, you're, it's okay to take everyone's rights away and force them to take medical procedures that they don't consent to because billionaires asked you to, essentially. Is that it? You weak need fuck. Scott Moe, you fucking cheap knockoff president's choice diet coke Hank Hill looking motherfucker. God damn it, Bobby. We're just going to do what the communists want us to do. It's easier and I will get paid more money. These people are anti-reality, Bobby. Okay, fatty. They're scum. Meanwhile, like, look, the new proof of vaccination program means small inconvenience, but worth the price, business advocate says. Proof of vaccination, fax pass, coming October 1st. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, a QR code. Interesting. Interesting. What's going on in New York, though? Inside Edition finds majority of New York City restaurants are not enforcing vaccine passport mandate. Turns out most people don't are not down with this shit. Only four out of 15 eateries asked for papers. Papers, please. You want to be that kind of person? Papers, please. You know what kind of consequences come with papers, please, right? Because you're basically declaring, we know what kind of person you are. If that's, if that's what you believe in, that's what you want. You want papers, please? We're going to find out Monday. Polls found a majority of Americans are on board with the vaccine passports. Oh, what, what majority? 70%? 80, oh, 51%. So basically margin of error 50-50. Critics of the system, including Dr. Drew, have asserted that vaccine passports, which ban the unvaccinated from venues like bars and restaurants, for now, more to come later, they will eventually try to deprive you of health care and other services. But you'll have to keep paying taxes, obviously are a new form of segregation. They are. It's the new racism. And what else has been going on? CDC warns of an alarming increase in child obesity. Just one of the many effects. The suicides and mental health illnesses. Kids' help phone is being, was being used la- at last I checked. 400% more than pre-pandemic levels. And what's the saying? You can judge a society by how it treats its most vulnerable. And the most vulnerable people in our society are our children. And they're suffering horribly. 
Whose fault is that? Uh, look at these kids with the masks on. It's, it's psychotic. Children are not at risk. The overwhelming majority of people that succumb to this illness are very old, very sick, i.e. Uh, nature. That's what happens when you get old and when you're very sick or if you're very unhealthy or if you have pre-existing health conditions, comorbidities. We, they drop that argument too. All the comorbidities and such. That doesn't matter anymore. It's just get the vaccine. It's just get vaccinated. That's all that matters. Fuck what it's doing to the kids. Fuck what it's doing to the old people, the suicides, the domestic abuse, the alcohol intake, the drug overdoses. Fuck all that. Fuck what it's doing to the economy. Fuck what it's doing to small businesses. Who cares? Get vaccinated. Join the cult. I had one guy telling me uh, he's a garbage guy. He's like, I literally don't see other people. I drive up to garbage bins and empty them into the truck and then drive the truck to the dump and empty that. That's all. I, that's what I do all day. But I need to get a vax pass. Why am I going to infect the garbage? It's insane. I'm going to scroll down a little more, a little more. Okay, a lot more, apparently. Hank Bangor Maine says, hey, Rage, are you going to do a Rage cast streaming the fight? I can't stream the fight. It's probably super illegal. <laughs> I don't know. I'll wa- I'm going to watch it, though. No, I'm not going to stream the thing, but I, I will watch uh, Devin's fight there and Report back later. I'll probably link it on Telegram uh, if you want to watch it yourself. It might be 10 bucks or 20 bucks or something if you really want to. Um, but yeah. Hellbilly Deluxe says, in Alberta, you need to pay for a COVID test to participate in societies. Oh, they make you pay for it too, huh? Every day, it's a getting closer. Every day, we're getting harder. It's... um. <sighs> Don't mistake the restraint for weakness. GGR says, I've never had a call where we said, oh, he was drinking. Leave him in the car. We always cut them out and send them to the hospital. These idiots think unvaccinated don't deserve help if they get sick. I assume he's talking about uh, drunk drivers, you know, crashing their cars and so on. Obviously, you still try and save those people, right? But not the unvaccinated because you're scum. You're the new Juden. You're the new niggers. You're the new unwanted, unclean. You're the worst thing. And they want to take your rights away. They are taking your rights away. And eventually, they will come for the children. They're coming for them now. They're gonna. They're not gonna stop. And uh, you know, instinctively, when this first happened, my my children's mother told me we were t- talking in the kitchen when this all kicked off, and said, uh, "I'm really just just a gut instinct, really concerned. The lepers, yeah, you're the lepers. You're something." I'm really worried that they're going to they're going to they're going to come out with a vaccine and they're going to force everybody to take it. She's not a conspiracy theorist, really. Regular, you know, mom. Why would she think that? How did she know that? Instinct. Instinctually, she knows. And it wasn't, oh, gee, I wonder if they'll get a vaccine. Not only did she know they were going to come with one, she knew it was going to be something she didn't want to deal with. I don't want anything to do with that. She's like, I'm not, no, no, no. And people are starting to crack. People are starting to say, maybe I should just do it, and then it'll buy, buy time for the children. Is it? Don't, don't, no, no. 
You need to fight for your children. You need to be there. You need to be alive. You need to be healthy. And you can't submit. Because once you submit and give in, you've you've the layers of protection between them and the children just got that much less. This is a, a war. This is a right and wrong war, a spiritual war, a morality war, and God help us, it might be a real one soon. Don't give them a single inch. Fight them for everything. If you give them that that space in your head, they live there now forever, and they're not going to leave. You cannot. You cannot. Don't. CRJ says climate carbon based gov- government crypto cards. Oh right, I have that actually. Sorry, that beer purchase is too carbon intensive. Whoops, uh, wrong thing. Speech detected. Your credit is negative one hundred. Government coin. Yeah, where is that? More of the same. They're, they're, they're working it all together. Technocrats, which is the same people behind the want mandatory carbon credit cards to control every facet of your life. Celebrate how mass compliance in response to COVID rules has helped grease the skids. Technocrats are preparing mandatory personal carbon allowances that would introduce rationing into every area of your life via an app that would record your travel, heating expenses, and even the food you eat. Sound familiar? Does it sound like anything we talked about earlier? Yes, really. This is Paul Watson. Yes, it is. Proposal was presented in the science journal Nature by four experts as a means of reducing global carbon emissions. Everyone would be... And the people that say this, right? They're flying around in jets all the time. All the time. I've got to go to a meeting six hours away. I'm going to fly there in my jet. You know, you know, Zoom exists, right? Nah. Just like at the Met Gala at Nancy Pelosi's DNC dinner. These rules are only for you, the peasants. They don't apply to them. These aren't real. These aren't meant to save anything. It's meant to enslave you, period, the end. That's the end of it. If they believed it themselves, they would do it themselves. They would lead by example. They don't. It doesn't apply to them. They don't have to wear the masks. They don't have to social distance. They fly fly in jets wherever they want. They've got all kinds of luxury cars and vehicles. They spend, spend, spend. No, just you, just the plebs, just the serfs. Paul continues, everyone would be issued a carbon allowance card that would entail all adults receiving an equal tradable carbon allowance that reduces over time in line with national carbon targets. Sounds like a social credit system in a way. The authors make it clear that the program would be a national mandatory policy. (laughs) Oh, boy. In these countries, apps access the user's travel history, health status, playing a key role in tracking infection. Oh, they're tying this into the uh, the COVID apps. Indeed, the authors specifically note how mass unquestioning compliance, specifically they say, with COVID lockdown regulations has greased the skids for further intrusive tyranny and that people may be more prepared to accept the tracking and limitations related to PCAs to achieve a safer climate as a result. The increasing sophistication of artificial intelligence technologies would make it possible to easily track and manage people's food and consumption-related emissions. In other words, eating what Big Brother deems to be in excess of red meat or anything else deemed harmful to the planet will result in a carbon credit reduction. Just stick to eating UN-recommended bugs and worms, though, and you'll be sure to keep within your ration limit. 
As previously highlighted, the idea of climate lockdowns is also being normalized in light of the mass compliance to pandemic lockdowns. Compliance breeds compliance. We need to stop. We need to stop. We need to stop complying with everything. And I don't mean just saying no. That's not enough. There, We need to push back. We need to go on offense. You play defense forever, you inevitably lose. These people have got to fucking go. And right now, we have the election. That's our best chance. We'll see what happens after that. If it doesn't work, doesn't work. We try something else. We go to plan B, plan C, plan D. There's no surrender. It ain't happening. You are not going to enslave my fucking children without a fight. You people. You fat, feckless, weak, dumpster body pieces of shit. Jason, Kenny, Scott, Moe, Blaine, Higgs, Tim, Houston, Brian, Pallister, Doug Ford, big butter, baby belly Doug Ford. You're a poison, a cancer. You're traitors to your people. And you have enabled this. You were paid, elected, trusted. You're the conservative government. Get the libs out. Just gonna vote the libs out. Tim Houston in Nova Scotia. People trusted you. They thought you were gonna be the leader. That you would protect them from this nonsense. And you turned right the fuck around, bent everybody over, and rammed that big dick government right up their assholes. Because we're all in this together. Sorry, Philip and I took a tally. And it's unanimous. You gotta fucking go. Make me. You ever hear the phrase, you're asking for it? Maybe I'm asking for it. Maybe they are. Everybody's just asking for something these days, huh? Oh, so foamy. probably a psycho too uh, excuse me feather not dot says i'm hesitant to bring it up but do you think a parallel system of common law is still a no winner they got rid of it with a parallel system i find the aussie veteran organizing common law assemblies compelling however australia isn't looking too good right now if you can't protect what you have by force you can't protect anything they're not going to respect your paperwork your they don't care they're not going to respect any of that sergeant bear says man that's a great looking hill I couldn't imagine a better looking hill. No, no, couldn't, nor could I. James R. says, if they will blot out the sun, make life hard, then we will fight in the shade. Adapt. That's right. Al Stern says, every day it's a getting closer. I agree. Reverend Chad, thank you so much, man. Just says cheers. Thank you. Terrific says, graphene oxide is in the mRNA. Those are very good conductors of electricity with 5G. You can charge them and trigger muscles in the body. Just like our neural network is doing so they can remote kill and control people, make them do what they want. DARPA did this in 05 with insects and fly them around with a wireless gamepad. That's a terrifying idea. 
Daft Beta says, okay, bigots, I'm about to beat bedtime. You're way over there in the United Kingdom, you crazy bastard. Bedtime passed long ago. Got about enough energy left to roll a cigarette, smoke it, sing the Diagonal National Anthem, and turn in for the night. I pray the PPC succeeds. We'll find out on Monday. We'll see. There's a lot of support. Quite a bit. I mean, a lot. A fucking a lot, man. Way more than a little bit. I don't know uh, what's going to happen, but... Hellboy Deluxe says, uh, if we were anti-reality, then they are probably suffering from delusional paranoia. They are suffering from mass hysteria. Big time. Um, you know. Bertaboy says, we need to print off swastika stickers for establishments that force the vax pass. Stickers aren't going to cut it. There's other things that could be done, though. Anyone that enforces these, these, these the, the, I mean, they're the enemy men. They think it's okay to segregate people. It's okay to, to you know, and, and have a two-tier society and do this. It's not okay. It's evil. And um, they can all get in the same fucking bucket of shitheads as far as I'm concerned. Zodiac says the best way to prepare for hurricanes is to get vaccinated. Dementia patient Joe. <laughs> he did say, oh, President Dementia. What was he doing today? He drone bombed a bunch of innocent people in Afghanistan for some reason. The other day, because it makes sense. Guys, and, oh, it's so sad. Feathernot Dot says, you are dirty Indians. Welcome to the club. Sorry, it's not the good club, <laughs> right? We're all the dirty Indians now, like I was saying earlier, right? Yep. All the same. Doesn't matter who you are. You're the unvaccinated. That's all that matters to them. Excuse me. This rock star has really putting a hole in my guts. <laughs> I got to stop drinking these. Lone Star Texan says, if you give them an inch, they will take a mile. Prepare yourselves accordingly. They have taken more than a few inches, and they want to take it all. We cannot lose, says, I cannot express how much these streams and this incredible community means to me. Cannot thank you all enough for the support and encouragement to get through this madness and to find the others. Having streams to recharge and refocus efforts is huge. Forever grateful to awesome bigots, Steph to Stalin. Thank you. Uh, it's pretty much become, um, you know, I just wanted to entertain people and, you know, be funny, talk about some shit, you know, ha, ha, ha. And that's what I would still be doing. But the world went insane. And I take no no real pleasure in this. This isn't this isn't fun for me. It's more of a burden, but I feel like it's a responsibility. Because I can. I can do this. And not enough people are. And I see what's happening. And I don't like it. I really don't like it. I feel obligated to do something about it, to say something about it, and um, you know, do what I can. And right now, I've, I've put a lot of effort and time into pr- using the platform that I've built over the last few years with your guys' help to promote sanity and try to get these guys elected. So you get these, well, you're not even doing anything, man. Boots on the ground. Yeah, standing around yelling at empty buildings. I've done that. I've done the public speaking thing. I've done all of this shit. I fucking, I fucking drop the PPC shit on fucking InfoWars, like everywhere I can go. There's, I don't know what else I could do to, to help, but uh, if, if somebody can think of something, let me know. I'll, I'll think, I've donated, I've given the money to the, the campaign, the party, all that stuff. I'm just, you know, everybody's got a thing. Some people are, you know, they're they're healers, they're nurturers. A lot of them are women, not everybody. But that's what they they end up being, you know, nurses, teachers, moms, daycare people, whatever. That's that's their that's who they are. Some people are builders, they're engineers. They want to create things, you know, build stuff, fix stuff. 
You know, they like it. It's part. It's what drives them to do things. I like to. I like to make people laugh. But more than that, I really fucking hate bad guys. Really, really do. Really do. And I see really bad people hurting people I care about, and hurting things I care about. And um, it's simply impossible for me to ignore this. It's who I am. If this was the Middle Ages and there was fucking wolves attacking <laughs> the town or whatever, I would get my fucking mace because that's way more satisfying than a sword. You're fucking taking a mace into something's head and just crunch. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and go out there and fuck those motherfuckers up. You know? Come here, doggy. Let's go. You know? Get the boys together. Tonight we hunt some orc. You know? You have to. It's just... And I'm not the only one. There's a lot of guys that feel that way. That's normal. That's how men are supposed to feel. When their people are threatened, the most vulnerable people are being threatened by a bunch of feckless worms. Dominic Cardi. Are you... We're going to get everybody. We're going to get all the children. Yeah, as soon as it's legal. Yeah, like, are you are you fucking serious? You think I'm going to sit here and let you threaten children? You low-T, Walter Peck-looking motherfucker? You fucking obvious caricature of a pedophile-looking bitch. I'm going to sit here and just let you do this, and nothing's going to happen. There are... <laughs> What do you what what do you take for recreational drugs? They must be real good at detaching you from fucking reality. I'm the anti-reality one, huh? Brother, reality is going to come to you someday in a big way. A total way. You understand? Alberta FYMM says Sun Tzu. If your enemy is secure at all points, be prepared for him. If he is superior in strength, evade him. If your opponent is temperamental, seek to irritate him. Pretend to be weak that he may grow arrogant. If he is taking his ease, give him no rest. If his forces are united, separate them. Yeah, you basically do the opposite. <laughs> and like I said, they're getting more and more aggressive, angry, and losing patience. They're not projecting strength. They're projecting weakness. They really are, you know, if they could just do this, if they could just make us do this, they would do that. They would just force us to do it. Why aren't they doing that? Why aren't they doing to us now here in Canada what they're doing in Australia? Do you think it's because people like Scott Moe, Jason Kenney, Doug Ford, Trudeau Singh, the rest of them, even drunk-ass Elizabeth May? I don't know if just put them all in camps, maybe. <laughs> I think I'm gonna ban carbon emissions. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make everything illegal. If they could, why aren't they? Because they can't. Because they're afraid to go that far of what would happen. What does that tell you? It tells me we could definitely beat these fucks easily. I could get into the numbers of it. I, I could crunch the numbers for you. If you're in Canada right now, just off the top of my head, um, best case scenario, this isn't an exaggeration. Best case scenario, the Canadian Forces Army could produce maybe, and this is total with no reinforcements, and assuming every single person in rank and file falls in and does what they're told and doesn't defect or quit or stay home or not whatever, 5,000 men 
women, 5,000 troops. Uh, that's it. That's all. That's all. That's everyone. And that's almost on paper. <laughs> In reality, it's even much, it's less than that. Let's talk about police. There's about, uh, I think 40, 50,000 police officers in Canada. Again, half of them aren't on the side of the state. Uh, if the protests, the all the, the cops joining police on guard are to be believed, I, there's a few of them in my, my DMs that I talk to. More than, a, I mean, double digits. There's not a lot of happy coppers out there either that are like thinking about walking. And they're like, if they push this shit, they force me, I'm out, man. I'm fucking walking. Where do you think they're going to go? The couch, they're going to put on their fucking pajamas. Watch Thomas the Train smoke weed. <laughs> no, man. So, and let's pretend. So it's like, what do they got? They got 56. How are you going to contain a country this size? 38 million people this many times? The fucking place is the size of a continent. And you don't have the boots. So, let's say... People were to say, that's enough. We're not fucking doing it. In fact, fuck you to the maximum. How are you going to stop them exactly? What's your plan? What do you, what do you, what do you, what's your move? Unless you have a secret hangar somewhere of T-800 Terminators you're going to deploy that are also solar powered. Because this is Canada, right? The Canadian version would have to be plugged in every three hours. There'd have to be some guy walking behind it with a battery like, oh, <laughs> like, oh you can't get it wet because then it doesn't work. Like, oh. <laughs> Budget fucking military that you've decimated for decades. You've purged, you purged all the guys that knew how to fight. You fired the fucking chief of defense staff, the vice chief of defense staff, the replacement chief of defense staff, the head of the special forces, the fucking head of the intelligence school. Bang, 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 bang. You're just firing fucking everybody. And you replace it with woke Betty in her fucking ponytail. <laughs> and, and with this army of wokeness. You're going to stand up there and look down at me and go, you better do what I say. My bit. Chris Miser's in the chat right now. The plaid trauma. I played him last time. He was a, he's an infantry officer. He said, they fired me. Do you know how many of these guys exist? Way more than they have. Way fucking more. Bro, you could take me the fuck out. What are you going to get us all? <laughs> With what, man? I'm calling you out. Raise all in. What do you got? What do you got? Queen 10 offsuit at best? At best? You play cards, Justin? Aaron? Any of you fucking banker fool? Whatever. This is a global thing. It is what it is. But right now, Canada, that's our fucking battle space. And um, I see your raise of maximum fuckery. And I shove all of it in. What you got? What you got, Jerry? What you got in there? I'm way too strong. Way, way, way too strong! There are so many people. Dude. <laughs> poka, poka, poka. Keep it up. Keep it up, man. Stack says we should have some sort of emergency hardline of getting the message out to members of Daglon for when it's go time. Safe houses for rally points. I... Hope this is already in play. Things are being worked on. <laughs> there are methods. Um, 
we'll see what happens on Monday, but secure communications are very important and very difficult to do, but not impossible. And it just so happens we've got those people too. Alberta says, thank you, brother, for all you do. Bernier was on podcast with Jordan Peterson today, PPC all the way. I didn't get to listen to it yet. How was it? How did it go? Because uh, Peterson is, you know, was a pro COVID fucking, you know, lock. Wasn't he? Wasn't he? I thought a lot of people were saying that. So I was interested. To, I'm interested to see how that worked. If they if he if they challenge each other on it back and forth or not. Like, I don't hate Peterson. I just think he's kind of a coward. That's all. I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he just, you know. Not everybody's not everybody is John Rambo, okay? They're just not. Most guys are like followers. Some guys are leaders, and very, very few are fucking lions, you know? So you can't be angry that they're like, why isn't Jordan Peterson leading a fucking revolution? Why isn't Jordan Peterson Thomas Jefferson right now? Come on, man. <laughs> why aren't you amazing? I was saying that about fucking chicklets there earlier. Talking about Bernier and other people. It's like, you're holding these people to an impossible standard that you yourself with a fucking stepladder couldn't even halfway reach. And that's not even because he's only five feet tall. I mean, spiritually. Spiritually, as a man. He's very small. Very small. And you're criticizing people that have... You, here, here's, here's, about the, here's this. Somebody left me this comment, and these are... You want to hear... Why, you know, well, who the fuck is Bernier? Oh, okay. Just cliff notes. <clears throat> He's a finance lawyer. He's a married man. He has homes in Alberta and Quebec. He owns a working farm. He's technically a farmer. He has a lawyer with over 30 years in excellent standing with the Law Society of Upper Canada. He's a businessman and consultant in banking, business, and law. A tax expert. He wrote a, published a book on taxation reform. He started the uh, PPC, so technically I guess you could call him an entrepreneur. He's been Minister of Foreign Affairs, Minister of Agriculture, Minister of Small Businesses, uh, Minister of Industry, of Tourism, Minister of Statistics Canada, Registrar General of Canada, Chair of the National Defense Select Committee, Branch Director of the National Bank, Director of Corporate and International Relations of the Securities Commission, Vice President of Standard Life of Canada, Advisor for the Minister of Finance during Harper's reign, back when Canada wasn't bankrupt, executive vice president of the Montreal Economic Institute, opposition critic for innovation, science, and economic development. Uh, he's been described as a workaholic. I can, from my estimation, on the limited time I spent with him, I'd say so. The guy fucking never stops. Team player, people have described him as. He's a smart guy. He used to play football. Earned lots of awards while playing foot, uh, football through his school career. He was an MPP for quite a long time in Quebec, he trained for over a year and ran a 106-kilometer marathon, earning $165,000 for the writing of Boast Quebec Food Bank, where he has served for 15 years. Believes in freedom of medical choice, of speech, to shop and work without papers, freedom of movement, and so much more. Never have Canadians had such an accomplished and experienced candidate run for prime minister. If you've got somebody better that that's floating around that you think, you know, is worth listening to that might know what the fuck he's doing. It's a bit of a resume. Hey, Chicklets, what do you got? Ah, he talked to George Soros on the phone once. Oh, did he? You mean like every other fucking piece of the government, you fucking bitch? I mean, <laughs> and he's only 58. <laughs> that's a lot of shit, man. I, you know, we got who we got. You know who 
most people have no one. We have an opportunity here in Canada. Before America was America, do you know what it was? It was a bunch of colonists, a bunch of not, a bunch of peasants, a bunch of goddamn farmers that worked for the king. And then they got hard one day. <laughs> Thought they were some shit and backed it up. Maybe it's our turn. Why can't we fucking shake some shit up? Do you imagine, think of that metaphor. We're people in the world like everybody else. We're just as capable as making history as everybody else, aren't we? We've done it before. We've done it at Vimy Ridge. Imagine that scenario. I've talked about it. It's like the, it's like the angry dad scenario. But the angry dad Canadian scenario. Imagine there's a, a house party, maybe. And everybody's there. America's there. England's there. America's drunk and pushing people. <laughs> Punching itself because it's just, you know. No one will fight him because he's huge, so he's fighting himself. <laughs> right? All the countries are there. And everybody's out of control. And, you know, these bankers are, are, are persecuting everybody and the whole thing. Whatever. The house is out of control. Run a house, and, and Canada's on the couch trying to just read the newspaper. Canada's got his jeans on. He's got his shirt tucked in. A little bit of a belly. You can tell he used to work out a lot, but probably hasn't in a few years. But he's got old man strength, you know? Balding a little bit on the top. Probably got a cigar on his mouth, and he's like, ah, getting visibly agitated by all the noise. He's like, mm. and then eventually they go too far. And what did Ferriman say earlier? He just politely goes, ah. All right. Slowly gets up off the couch and goes, All right, boys, listen. Um, I've been listening to you here for a while now, talking, and um, got to say, um, I've had uh, all of that. I'm not having any more of this. So here's what's going to happen now. I'm going to feed all of my fucking fist till you're unconscious. Right? Okay. <laughs> what are you going to do about it, can? <laughs> Dude, people are people. Anybody's capable of anything. You never know until you're till they're tested and put up against it. We have an opportunity. Just like everybody else. We're all in the same boat. We are all in this together. All these reg that was my dog. Yeah, carrot SK. That was a lot of our dads. Minus the bad half Irish Newfoundland accent. Could have been fucking Berta. All right. Bud. That's it. If I gotta take you to the fucking shed. Ah. Not gonna end not gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, boy. If I got to fucking get out there, that 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 movie uh, was it. Goon, Liv Schreiber did the most, con the only convincing theater Canadian character that actually seemed threatening with a Canadian accent of all time. <laughs> I'm gonna find it right now. It's worth seeing, and I'm gonna read these, and then we're you know almost done. We're uh, it's almost over. Yeah. Hopefully, this isn't the last one. We'll see. We might do one or two more. We'll, I don't know. We'll see. Let's see if I can find the... Here it is. Ross the Boss Ray he played. Liv Schreiber was a Canadian... Pretty decent Canadian accent, actually. And he's like, uh, you know, threatening him. He's like, basically, 
you, you, you know, you want to do this? I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm gonna lay you the fuck out. Oot. <laughs> Here it is. Good movie. Got suspended again. Too bad. I ain't much for waiting around. You're a tough little bastard out there. You've been fucking banged. Thank you. Thanks so much. So I'm gonna impart some of the wisdom of my years on you. And I can really use some of that. Everybody loves the soldiers until they come home and stop fighting. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. Mm, I don't know. No. Kid, you got this thing. The stuff, the shit, the fucking grit. You got it, like me. But like me, that's all you fucking got. And like me, you're no good to anyone doing anything else. All I'm saying is don't go trying to be a hockey player. Get your fucking heart ripped out. But I am a hockey player, sir. You're a fucking goon. It was <laughs> hockey. We are hockey. goons. I don't play much hockey. You're a hockey player, sir. You know they just want you to bleed, right? I'm here to do whatever they need me to do. You know, if they need me to bleed, oh, it's quiet. I can't make it any louder. I'll bleed for my team. Yeah. I suppose you heard I'm going to retire at the end of the season. I should have skipped to this part. But... I've been at this since I was 17, but I'll be damned if I'm going to go out like some Nancy boy middle-aged fuck. You understand? Yeah, I understand. Here we go. Actually, you know what? i got to find a louder one because this is, this is too good. This is probably louder. I bet it's better. That's the whole thing. I'd be damned. If this is how we're going to go, I'm not going out by like some middle-aged Nancy boy fuck. All right? We aren't going out like that. If we got to go... Come on. Like you. I don't play much hockey. Nope. Just as quiet. <laughs> one more time. Yeah, maybe this one. Last chance. If it doesn't, whatever. It's the same. If it's fine, it's fine. And then I'll read these, and then we're, we're, we're going to head on our way. Oh, come on. But I'll be damned if nope. I'm going to go out like Quiet as fuck. I don't know what to tell you. Fuck. You understand? But I'll be damned if I'm going to go out like some Nancy boy middle-aged fuck. You understand? Yeah, I understand. You have my respect. Whatever that means to you, you got it. But know this shit hard. If ever there comes a time when it gets down to the marrow and it's you and me, kid, I will lay you the fuck out. <laughs> Fucking Canada. Know this shit hard, Ottawa. You want to go? We will lay you the fuck out. And that's that. You're fucking with the wrong saloon. Nobody's walking in here and taking this shit away for nothing. No. Northern Bigot says, had a knowledgeable friend tell me exactly what you just said. Don't let them into your head. Also said difference between a patriot and a terrorist. And patriot is a terrorist. Strikes two days too soon. <laughs> Timing's important. I'm not endorsing violence or anything like that. If they're going to do it, they're going to come after us. But we're going to try over this election for it. It's still, we got day, we got time. We'll see what happens. And then uh, we'll see what happens after. We'll see what they say. They want to get, they want to get serious. They want to get crazy. Maybe it's just election rhetoric. Maybe they're just saying all these crazy things thinking they're going to get elected that way. 
But uh, you want to come after people. You want to you want to put them in camps and you want to force people. You know all the shit they're leaning towards. They're, they you know they got a hard on for the way they're doing shit in Australia. You want to do that? <laughs> no, this hard. I will lay you the fuck out. Deanna01 says, watch the stream with Peterson and Rex Murphy discussing the debate. Strongly recommend watching it. Love to all you beautiful bigots. Cheers and hello. Cheers all and hello, Christy Ann. Happy to see you here. Hellbilly Lux says, inch by inch. Faith and hope. I'm the only one left in my family that's unvaccinated. I told them someone has to fight for my grandbaby's future. They do. And they're, ha- they're lucky to have you. Pumpkin says, after Victory Day, we will brand a traitor on the foreheads of those whose crimes weren't great enough to garner gun or rope. Let them taste their own medicine. Let them be mocked forever. Shannon L says, you're only one man, but you have a mountain behind you. There's a lot of you guys. Snafu76 says, thanks, Rage, for explaining it in ways I can't. If it helps you. Full draw scops. Oh, hey, what are you doing? Good evening, Biggest. Just got back from a PPC rally in Vaughn. Good turnout. Was nice to see some young 20-year-olds. Some on the mic. They know what's going on. By the way, me and Frank are riding for the 50-kilometer ride for Wounded Warriors. Thanks to all you guys that donated to to him. Oh, oh, amazing. Are you seeing this? Great job. I love it. You love to see it. We cannot lose. This is what happened in the U.K., U.S., and Australia getting together recently against the Chinese, excluding Canada from that meeting. Doesn't seem good at all. I haven't found more info yet. Cheers for all your efforts, Rage. It's really appreciated. Yeah, they left us out because we're in bed with the Chinese, and they all know that. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows our government is compromised by the Chinese. Aaron O'Toole is compromised, but they own this fucking place. They own this fucking place for now. Cormac Kerr says, I was at the country country gun shop today helping my dad select a shotgun, and the clerk asked, you boys going hunting this fall? I told him that I've never actually gone deer or bird hunting, but that I was retired from the Army as a soldier in an infantry unit. And that I was taught how to hunt humans. He chuckled hard. Yeah, somebody else was like, do you like hunting? And I just say, only people. I prefer to hunt the most dangerous game of all. I prefer to hunt man. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. I love to drink milkshakes. Mika Shrednick says, beer run. Cheers. Thank you, Mika. Hellbilly Lux. When the varsity team shows up, shit going to get real. They're out there, and they are training. Hellbilly Lux. Uh, thank you, man. Robert O'Leary says, hey, man, I just came from a rally with Max. A lot of people saying that. It was awesome. I just took the CPC down, signed for my lawn, and put up the PVC. Boom, boom. Let's go. Let's go. No one that listens to him talk goes, eh. Just hear him out for an hour. And if you don't walk away going, oh, Oh, I can only get, I mean, I got a, I got a chubby, you know, you, I don't know what's wrong with you. You're not your heart to check. Make sure your heart's still beating. Dirtbag welder says nerds. Sergio Bones says, holy shit. Epic show. If you make me, I was at my son's soccer practice, listening, holding in my rage, hang in it, hang it, hold it, hold it tight. It will serve you as fuel in the future. Carrot SK says, I have a line drawn, but my bayonet is over the line. Don't mind cheating. <laughs> Roger. Northern Bigot says, asking questions about one vaccine doesn't make you an anti-vaxxer, but not asking questions does make you an idiot. Yeah, do. I want to play that clip again, the inch-by-inch clip, but YouTube will shut it down. What do you guys think I should do? Fuck it. Could be the last one. Could be the last one! YouTube, you do your worst. You shut me down if you have to. Do what you have to do, you son of a bitch, but I'm, we're going to enjoy, actually, fuck, no, me, I can't, because it's drawing from the, yeah, it'll fucking crash the stream, actually. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, well, it's not important. I can probably paraphrase and do something myself. I can, actually. I got something for you. I got a surprise for you guys, actually. 
I um I spend a fair amount of time obsessing, not obsessing, but like I like to choose particular songs for different reasons. I don't know. It's just the vibe I'm in or the mood I'm in that day, you know? Uh, but the outro we have today is one of our own, one of our own. It's by Greg Arcade and it's, it's called Come and Get It. And it's about all of you, all of us in Diagonalon. And it's fucking amazing. <laughs> It's actually really good. <laughs> You're going to like it. So stand by for that in just a second. I want to make sure I didn't miss anything else. I don't think so. I do not believe so. Rumble, people still over there? This is getting way too real. No shit. <laughs> Fucking right it is. Nothing worth doing was ever going to be easy. This was never going to be easy. I mean, we're talking about fighting the biggest evil. That's This shit is astronomical. It's next level. This is for all the marbles. And I don't mean sports teams. I don't mean any of the superficial shit. We're talking about fighting for our, 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 our freedom and our rights to exist without intimidation, manipulation, coercion, where you need, I mean, Jesus Christ. If you tried to sell these people, these weak people, these cowardly people who refuse to see everything for what it is, because that is the problem. They're, they're, they're cowards. They're weak. Pretend it's two years ago. Hey, hey, uh, Johnny, future masked up faggot, in the words of Greg Arcade, who is pro-vax, pro all these things. It's two years. It's The year is 2019. It's, mm, let's see. Let's go even further. It's December 2018. Christmas Day. New Year's Eve, maybe. Let's go with New Year's Eve. Hey, did you know that in just two years, it's Christmas Eve 2018. Everything's normal. There's none of this. We're all old enough to remember New Year's Eve 2018. You probably remember what you were doing if you think about it long enough. Seems like 100 years ago now, doesn't it? And if you said to these people, in just two years, we are going to be in a world where the government is f- basically forcing, it's forcing, mandating, mandatory. You, you have to get multiple injections of a, of a vaccine that's brand new and has, you know, for a, a virus that is 99% survivable, 99.98 or 99.8. What happens if you say no? Oh, well, then you you lose rights to all kinds of institutions and, you know, uh, you know, right to travel, right to fly, right to go here, go there. Your kids can't go to their martial arts classes. They can't go to the pool. They can't do, you know, all this stuff. Oh, and some countries are building camps and taking people away and putting them in the camps. Uh, there's drones flying around. People make sure they don't go outside their bubbles and so on. Uh, the, the premiers are going to be threatening people on TV. Can you imagine trying to sell that to someone just to, and now we're here, now it's happening. And those same people say, so what? We're not the crazy ones. They are. They drank the Kool-Aid and they got on the train to crazy town. And now it appears we're going to downtown fuck town. <laughs> just like every other time in history, right? 
It's never the majority that knows what's going on. If the majority of people knew what was going on and were smart and could fend for themselves and could stop crazy shit before it happened, nothing crazy would ever happen. Because they would, the majority would always go, no, 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 no. It always gets away. And it's always the job, the duty of the people left behind, the minority, the hard few, the chosen few, the few and far between, the island of misfit toys, the crazy people, the psychos, the unreasonable, the unvaccinated, whatever the fuck you want to call it. That's your lot in life. Like I said earlier, some people are nurses. Some people are warriors. Some people are inventors. Some people are just the, the left behind minority that hold the burden and the privilege of safeguarding humanity from the fucking insane. And that's our job. As crazy and scary and intimidating as it is, it's our turn. So I'm hoping the election goes well. We'll see what happens Monday. I'm going to be there at the event with all of the guys, the, the candidates in the city, Bernier will be there. Maybe I'll get him on the thing. Hey, do you want to say hi to some bigots? And he'll be like, oh, you know, see Kyle, we're all Nazis. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully it goes well. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't change anything. We're still going to fight. And if these people want to fight, if they want to force us, if they're like, well, we're going to fucking come and make you. Well, in the words of Greg Arcade, you can fucking come and get it. Because it ain't, it, ain't a, it ain't a slogan. A lot of these guys, a lot of our men have it tattooed on their fucking bodies. Fuck you, make me. Come and get it. Okie dokie. You're reading that five by five? You want to get laid out? Let's go, Greg. Northern Bigot, Karen SK, Sergio Bonus to Bone. Thank you so much, you maniac. Lone Star Texan, Mosh Pit 70. Feather not done. Zodiac, Bird Boy. Daft Beta. Hell Billy Deluxe, True FX. Reverend Chad, Al Stern, James R. You guys rule. CRJ, GGR, Hang Bangor, Maine, Pickley from Ontario, Synthetic C17. 
come and get it. Acadian Cockroach, Jacob Powell, Deanna O'Hwani, The Ferryman's Toe, Chris W.T. Burke, Bustful of Nuns, Exiled Canadian Patriot. Again, thank you so much. Cormac Kerr, Dr. D. Crispy, Cat Lives Matter, Montreal, Starshine Girl, Hail Billy Deluxe, I think I got the Philip Disciple, Mercury 6, Herrick, uh, Dirtbag Wilder, Kim uh, Harris again, Lone Star Tex, Senor Bean, Zodiac, Jacob Powell, Camus Key, GGR, Bendra, thank you so much, Liquid Zoo again, thank you so much, Maniac, Short and Long, Snezhana, Karen Kanzner, let's go, Johnson Triple Six, Willie Pete Barbecue, Joseph Cole, Preston John, Evidence Files, DOS, Cronin, Stacks, Sergeant Bear, Bigette, Moshpit 70, Picnic from a tip, Senior Bean again. We have already won, you can't stop. I'm bringing this back a bit. It's too good. It's too good. We, got, we need more, Greg. We need more. We're out of time. It's too good. Come and get it, Greg Arcade. Tagalog Zone, 104.4 FM. The home of bigotry. The home of the enemy. The home of the bad guy. This is for all you guys out there. Greg did this, wrote this for you. It's all about you. You want war, you said it. We got what you want, come and get it. You want blood? We got it. You said it, come and get it. Pro Patrick, 6 m Tyrannus, RagingDissident.com, EntryStream.live, RagingDissident, Gab, Telegram, TikTok, Instagram, etc. We'll see you on Monday what happens. I'm gonna beat the election thing. Come and get it, motherfucker. We got everything you want, bitch. Come take a piece. Take a fight of this. Pro Patria. Six separate Tyrannus. And if you see Stalin out there on your on your way, remember, kids. Straight down through the clavicle. 45 degrees through the kidney. Those are the kill shots. Death to Stalin. I love you guys. Well, that. It's been a piece. We'll see what happens. Stay tuned. It's getting real. I love his pro patria. Let's go, Phil. Let's go! That's true, is it, Phil? Well, what did Ferris tell you? I don't, I, acoustically, that can't be. That doesn't sound right. 
I know he plays all the. I know he's a very talented musician. Greg is, but that all of those drums were on empty Circulonian skulls and bones. I I don't know. That sounded like a real drum set to me. I'm not saying he's not that talented. I'm just saying that sounds odd that they, he could make it sound that good. I I I mean. I'm not doubting you or him. I'm just saying, if he has a fully functioning Circulonian skull drum set, symbol. What were the symbols made out of? Pet petrified lungs. What? You're just making shit up now. How much cocaine have you and Greg Arcade had together? I don't know. I I'm I don't know. I'm not saying it's impossible. I just find it. Maybe, maybe he could. Maybe, I don't know. Well, I'll ask Greg, and I'll get him to send me a picture, but obviously I know it's a war crime. I'm not going to post it. But that was, a, that, I mean, the bass drum, too? What was that? Four pelvises stacked together. What in the fuck? What kind of... Greg has a dark side that uh, I apparently was unaware of, but um, simultaneously in 50-50 split... Afraid of and turned on by.